All right. Petravian, you have initiative. Oh, grand. Okay, so I used two charges of Smite Evil for everybody else, but luckily I have two left. So I'm all, and he has, and he's large, so he probably has reach, but let's go for it. Okay. Okay, so Petravian, how you doing, buddy? Gonna burn a charge of Smite Evil, and I'm gonna choose Glarv. All right, the only target on the board. Okay, so you are now smiting. And let's move up to his southwest, or no, southeast of Glarv, uh, 15 feet. And let's hope he doesn't fuck me up too bad. All right, Petravian, uh, by moving up that far, that is going to provoke an attack of opportunity from Glarv. Okay. 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 So his his attack is. Well, he's he's already hitting us. Have you done anything? <laughs> Jesus. Remember that he did hit Hummel once and it did fifty damage. Yeah. Yeah. Work with one punch. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't have combat reflexes. I don't know. So, Petravian, as you move up towards Glarv, he is going to bop you with his claw mm-hmm. as you move closer to him, and that is going to strike you for 25 points of damage. Okay. Alright, it's still your turn. What would you like to do? I would like to uh, smite this asshole. Okay, you've already smote him, so what would you like to do? I mean, smite him with my hammer, that is. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attack him once with uh, plus one more hammer, and let's see if that hits. That is a 34. Miss. Oh, fuck. All right, chisel. Okay, buddy. Let's let's get your ass in there. Chisel is going to make a bound over Vera and make a sweeping run to burst left. Are you you committing to that movement? I am committing to that movement. Okay, so here's what happens. I guess we find out if he has combat reflexes or not. Oh, my God. That's four attacks from Glarv. Oh, fuck. Goodbye, Chisel. Yep, he has combat reflexes, guys. Reese's and PC's us. Oh, fuck. Uh, no. Uh, Glarv actually rolled a one on one of those attacks. Oh, nice. I'm going to make him make another attack to confirm. Okay, it doesn't confirm. So he does miss one of those four. So he only hits three times. So here's three hits against Chisel. Uh, the three hits are going to be 20, 26, and 31. Chisel is now heavily wounded. It's uh, still after... alive? Uh, Chisel yeah, is Chisel's meaty. still alive with 62 total damage taken on Chisel uh, out of 116 hit points. So Chisel's less than 50% now. But Chisel has a standard action. What would you like to do? Chiselwood is going to uh, gore that son of a bitch. He's also going to cast Smite Evil and choose that asshole Glarve. Okay. So that is activated on your character. Okay, Chisel's now smiting. Feel free to make an attack, please. For the that is a 23 to miss. All right, Vera, you're up. So 29 missed? A 34, a 34 missed. missed. Can you hit him? Vera's going to run over to Sol, who is currently... Are you cradling the... I'm cradling my crystals. I've got the ring out of my body. <laughs> Vera, you move 15 feet to the southeast and move right up next to Sol. You see Sol is standing there, and they look like this. Oh, oh, shit. We're all gonna die. So, Judy, oh, would you mind explaining what this looks like to the podcast? Of course. So, Sol is standing there clutching these two crystals to their chest, and their eyes are glowing in an unnatural way. They're glowing the same color as the crystal, this, this deep cyan color. And also, their pupils appear to be slitted, oh. like, a, like a reptilian slitted pupil. Ah, uh, so I... 
I need the ring. Soul holds out their hand with it. Vera grabs it and puts it on. Soul goes back to clutching their babies. But there's energy rippling through them where their hair and tape and clothes just seem to be moving as if there's just energy seizing around them. Soul is a super sage. In that case, we're going to go to Glarv. And on Glarv's turn, uh, Glarv's going to five foot step to the south. Oh. Just w- one step. And uh, Glarv is going to sort of igno- like ignoring both Chisel and Petravian. Fuck this uh, guy. Glarv is, yeah, because I mean, what are they? They're just fucking little piss ants, right? Glarv's interested in the only actual threat around him, which is this fucking black dragon. So he is going to reach forward with one of his claws and he is going to try to grapple this no. black dragon. He's going to eat the boy. Wait, his dex is super good though. Fuck, fuck. Okay, so he reaches forward with a claw, and he's going to grab just under Burr's head. So grab, like, a claw around the neck. And he's going to yank this black dragon toward him. And while he does this, his chest is literally going to, like, just hinge open. Like, the the enormous mouth that goes down most of Glarv's body hinges open into, like, a trifold mouth. And he's just going to start stuffing Burr into him. That's his turn. Pummel, you're up. So I cannot go on top of him because I would be hitting Burr now, correct? Yes. So I guess Hummel's going to have to stay on the side. Yeah, but he is going to move up just 10 feet. So he's going to be in front of the doorway for the podcast. Excellent. Alrighty. Hummel moves up 10 feet and take us to the vet. Oh boy, I'm so nervous. <sighs> Alright. <clears throat> well, I'm going to burn another greater evolution surge and I will stay where I'm at. Excellent. Alright, in that case, Archibald. You have initiative. All right. So, Archibald is going to 10 foot step forward. I am shaking right now. So, sorry if I'm slow to click things. I think he's going to wail on Glarv as hard as he can because he's smote him. This is when I was going to burn it, but I didn't think he was going to eat the dragon right away. Uh, I'm going to go with a regular. Let's see if I can beat his AC yet. That is a 35. That is a hit. Yes! Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We know okay. it. Okay. We know it now. We okay. know the min. Yeah, I okay. gotta also. I can't be rolling power punches against Glarv. That's not good. Nineteen. That is going to do nineteen points of damage. Aren't you smiting? Correct. Yes. Okay. In that case, you need to add some damage to that. And yeah, so he runs up. He you know he's trying to sock Glarv in the face and tries to get her out of there. Uh, Karis is going to five foot step to the left to give, I guess, you know, everyone else a little more space. And then Karis is going to begin uh, casting a spell. All right. That's her turn. That's I think it's the soul. I'm going to forward 25 feet. I I believe I need to inspire courage on everyone, correct? Yeah, I'm not seeing it on people. All right, so soul just walks forward, rage in their eyes, and music emits from them once again. All right, inspire courage. Burr is up. <clears throat> and Burr is going to spend his turn attempting to break free of this grapple from Glarv, and that is going to fail. Travian. Shit. Okay, so... Um, my, I'm not going to be able to help them get out of that. So I'm going to take the plus two modifier for flanking from Chisel and see if I can bring the hammer on them. All right, go ahead and make your attack with a plus two bonus. Plus two, that is a 44 and a 26. All right, the 44 is going to hit. That is 29 damage. Excellent. Chisel's up and current flanking Glarv. Sweet. Plus two modifier. He's going to Hove Hove Gore. That's his hooves. Miss. And let's see if his Gore hits. His gore will not hit. Chisel got pretty walloped, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move Chisel out and around to more towards the 
pools of blood. All right, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. You've already made a full attack. Oh, and I can't do anything. So you yep. only have a swift action left. And I can't do anything about that. Okay, then that is Chisel's turn. All righty, Barrett. Alrighty, so Vera is going to run up and is going to approach, but she's going to be standing back so that she can take another step so she doesn't get walloped by Glarv. Although, mm-hmm. can she get hit if he's grappling? He is currently grappling, so yeah, it looks like he's sort of busy with something else, so it's unlikely that he's going to be able to start punching you. Alright, in that case, I am going to move right next to Glarv. Okay. And I currently have the ring up. That's true. And I'm going to try and carve into his belly with Mellifera's sting. Okay. So here's let me let me stab you real quick. All right. So Vera, you fly forward 35 feet and get next to Glarv. And as you do, the ring you're holding uh, begins to glow with a with what I can best describe as a pale light. It also starts to sort of hum a little bit. Like it's somehow making some sort of audible noise. And as you do this, Glarv is going to have a visceral reaction to it and... Spit out, spit out Burr, spit out Burr. No. Oh, oh well. <gasps> He's going to turn into his human form. Oh, shit. No. no. Oh. Nope. Unless there's above. a phase two? Oh, no. Uh, oh, no, no. Phase two. Phase two, boss. I'm confused. The music is changing. So what happens is there seems to be a visceral reaction from Glarv, like... Like, it looks like he's shuddering in pain somehow. You're not exactly sure what's happened, but it's definitely being, this thing being near him has had some sort of reaction. Uh, go ahead and make your attack. All right. That is going to Ooh, be... Yes! Uh, 35. Okay. That's a hit. Oh, freaking out over here. All right. Rolling damage. That is going to oh, be nice. 17 points of damage. Oh. Plus, I have smite. You get plus one per level, so it's an 11 more, and you've struck for 28. So... Vera, you move up and you slash, and it leaves a nasty gash uh, across Glarv, which is the first noticeable damage that Glarv's taken since you guys started fighting. Nice. Very. Yep, we needed to get closer with it. Yep. So Glarv is going to, like, you can see him, it's almost like he's trying to, like, retch a little bit as he's as he's trying to pull Burr into him, but he's going to kind of redouble his efforts, and he's going to put both hands now on, like, he's got one hand on Burr's throat, he's gonna use his other hand and he's gonna grab his back, and he's gonna start, like, just trying to shove him inside of himself. So here we go, combat maneuver. Alright, so, what's gonna happen is Burr is going to be unceremoniously shoved inside the mouth of Glarv, and then Glarv's, it's crazy, because he's the same size as this guy, right? They're roughly the same size, they're mm-hmm, both large, mm-hmm. size very large, but Glarv's going to just grab him and just pull him inside of himself, and it's almost like there's some sort of extra-dimensional space inside of Glarv, because he just completely envelops him, and oh, then his shit. mouth just closes up around him. Oh, shit. You're seeing some shit, And that's guys. Glarv's turn. Hummel. Karis is going to scream when that happens, by the way. Anyway. I gotta say, if, if this were, like, a movie, it would that would feel like such bad writing. It would be like, of course they make friends with the dragon in the last act. He takes care of all the goons <laughs> and then gets murked right when, when he would be relevant to the story. Of course it does. Well, fuck you two. <laughs> that, was just, that, was the, that was the Dice's writing. That was your, You were all fine. Right. So if Hummel storms in, like, going through Archie and everyone that's in front of the door, and going to the back of Glarv and just sting the shit out of him. Okay. That, that is going to be... That is 14 damage, 4 of which is sonic damage, and also smite needs to be put onto there. Alright, in that case you strike Glarv for that damage. Alright, that is going to be Lovett. We got an idea. 
I don't think it's going to work because Glarb is probably very strong with his saves. Uh, but I want to try it, and if it does work, we can do some cool stuff. Alright, so Levette is going to run past Sol and Archibald so that she's, I guess, 10 feet behind Vera, just in the doorway of the okay. room. And she's got, she pulls out a little device out of her jacket. It's like a, almost like a syringe with a mechanical looking body to it. It's blue fluid. And she attaches it to a gauntlet and going to point at Glarb and fire it at him. It's, it's modeled to be kind of like... <clears throat> Her, the device that she made for Moira, but it's designed to make it so that it deliberately malfunctions, it deliberately paralyzes you, so she's going to cast Hold Monster. Ooh. Okay. Alright, and the DC? Oh, the DC is 18. Pass. Damn. I thought so. That's my last third level spell, so that was my only shot. I attempt, though. I like the attempt. Yep. I like the idea. Yeah. It would have been amazing, because you would have yeah, auto-crit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we we could have fucking one-two-punched the shit yeah. out of this guy. But, I mean, who wants oh. the big bad evil guy to die and, like, Two combat rounds. I mean, me. <laughs> Fuck this guy. No. If we do, if, but if it comes through super good planning and, and teamwork, is, that, is that, that what this is? I do. The true meaning of friendship. Well, if it worked, it would have been. All right, it was a good attempt. It was a good attempt. If he died this round, I could have spent right. the rest of the round trying to figure out how to get these sets of armor into our cart. <laughs> <laughs> They're made of gold, solid gold. All right. All right. Archibald is going to uh, unleash hell. Um, just throw as many punches Fantastic. as you can. I'm gonna go with yes. All right, so Archibald's gonna throw all four pun- regular punches. He's gonna go for the power punches. Yes. That that is a 39 and a oh. 50. Oh hell yeah! Oh, yes. Shit, yes. Okay. Then, though, so that is so his AC went down. 29 damage from the first one, and uh, 24 from the second. Okay. And I guess I'll go for the power punches with this next play. Oh fuck! That is a 41 and a 34. Both hit. Yes! Oh, yeah. Jesus, you just... Uh, that is 28 points of damage from the first punch. You just... And 35 Over 100. Over 100. He's like... In that round. He's got two hands that he's trying to pull. I think he's trying to like... He, I, I figure being the good boy he is, he's, he still wants to get Burr back. And so he's just like wailing on that mouth trying to see if he can get his, his friend back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably not. I don't want him to do anything that will make him get so, even so, more faster, so he's not going to stick his hands so, in there, but Yeah, Archie just him. delivers just a, a series of punishing blows against Glarv, all of which look like they're doing a significant amount of damage thanks to the smite. Oh, boy. I can, I can see the slow-mo of, like, into the mm. gun. It's like, boom, and it the reverberates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then that, that will end this turn. All right. That's going to take us back to Karis. Karis finishes casting the spell that she was working on, and she is going to send that spectral hand that's kind of coming out of the middle of her chest, and it's going to you know, dance across the room, uh, past Sol and Archibald, and it's going to reach Glarve, and it's going to like go into his mouth, and you're not sure what it's doing, but it doesn't seem to be affecting Glarve. Huh. huh. She's probably Pole. her eyes. It's yeah. Evil. Yeah, you're right. So. Okay, so I'm going to move over 15 feet closer to the situation without being in Glarve's reaching area. Mm-hmm. Okay. And well, that, that's just, you know, that space is within his reach. That... What? He's, yeah, he's large. Yeah. He has, he's, he's got a he's got a large reach. I would like to go next to Levette, please. <laughs> Far it. away. Right. Okay. Soul okay. moves up ten feet and just to the left, uh, from the west of Levette. And I cast haste on everyone. All right. In that case, everyone is now hasted, so you can now move an additional thirty feet during your turn. Oh boy. You get an extra attack if you make a full attack at your highest base attack bonus, mm-hmm. and you gain a plus one to your AC. 
and a plus one to reflex saves. I'm a good buffer. I like this <laughs> one. Okay, Soul moves up and hastes the party. And it is completely just glaring at Glarv the entire time. You do not mess with this person's babies. All right, Patravian. Patravian gets three attacks now? Yes. Okay, and here's the first one. That is a nat 20. Nat 20! And that is a... Please, confirm, baby! I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Critical hit. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Smoke! <gasps> okay, okay, and roll your third attack. Please. Okay. Oh, get smoke, motherfucker! Get smoke, motherfucker! Uh, oh, oh, fuck. Roll to well, third attack again to confirm the critical myth. Oh my god. Oh, boy. Sure, bit off. Oh chew. my fuck. Uh, okay, it does not confirm the critical hit. Okay, or the critical myth. So. Okay. So you basically, your first attack is a critical hit, your second attack misses, and your third attack is a critical miss that doesn't confirm. So basically two misses and a hit. Or two, sorry, rather. Two misses and a critical hit. Drop damage on him, and it should can calculate your critical damage. Oh boy. 80. <laughs> oh boy. Holy shit. One moment. Oh shit. No. No. Oh boy. All right. So what happens is Petravian uh, winds up now, now moving at superhuman speeds and delivers a one, two, three swing, but the follow-up shots are ineffective, but the first shot was extraordinarily good. Where were you aiming, by the way? Just out of curiosity. That is gut. That is gut. Horror. Okay. Okay. So here's what happens. Travian, your your weapon at this point is you're smiting evil. So your weapon is has a halo of white light around it as your attack. And your first blow comes in, and it's so so much force is behind it, you strike it into his gut, it ripples across his entire body, and it causes his flesh to explode outward as the ripple travels across him, so it's it's blowing up as it moves across his form. Um, it cascades the room in an enormous amount of viscera, so, like, his, his, his like, intestines and interconnecting tissues bits of bone. Essentially, his entire side just explodes outward. Because like I said, it's almost as if he has an extra-dimensional space inside of him. It appears that that's been ruptured, and just lots and lots of stuff is pouring out of him as he's literally disintegrating in front of your eyes. Oh my god. Is, is Burr okay? Um, so what happens is... Glarv, for lack of a better word, explodes, uh, showering the entire, uh, well, mostly the eastern side of the room, but a lot of the room in a horrifying amount of viscera. What's left of his form, which is mostly his right side, uh, collapses to the ground, and let me, let me just in here. So, like I said, his right side falls to the ground, his left arm is completely gone, he reaches sort of weakly toward Vera, and he says the following words. Teresa, I'm sorry. I only... And he collapses to the ground, unmoving. I feel good about this, guys. Did, did we do it? Is he dead? Petrus takes a step over to the, to the head of Glarv and bends down right to his face. Eat this, motherfucker. Is Burr around? No. Do you like Burr? I do like Burr. Wait, 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 I, I gotta look for the strings. Can I, can I look and see if Burr still exists? My strings? Yeah, so you search, you search the strings and you look, you look, you look to Karis or you look to your own if you have one. And it seems to trail off and just 
it appears severed. He's not here anymore, is pretty much what I'm gathering from that. Right. He's not He's not here anymore. One more thing is going to happen. The ring on Vera's hand is going to begin to burn with an intensity that is going to want to make Vera take that ring off immediately. Ah! And she's going to grab it and throw it behind her. Okay. Both the ring and Glarb's corpse uh, are going to essentially cook themselves and turn to axe. Step in the ashes a little bit, like kick them around. Make sure it's, it's really ash. Where's Burr? Soul's stepping towards Karis. Karis falls to her knees. Soul goes to hold her. I don't know, baby's off to the side, Karis with the other arm. It's hard, man. It's okay. He's... As far as I can tell, he's still technically alive. He's just not here anymore. You have to find him. I don't know how. Well, I do have one idea, but that involves something dangerous, Karis. What is it? Bringing the barrier down. What? I mean... How, what did we just where, do this fight for? Dude, I'm just saying that's the only way to find Burr. Stop. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kelly's, but it's just that's the last of us. I didn't think any of us were going to make it through that. Levette, a glare that's just saying, not exactly the time, Levette. <laughs> uh, Petravian's gonna uh, stand back up and adjust his shoulder, uh, all, all his armor on him, and walk past Archie to Sol, and are you okay? I'm, well, how am I doing, Daddy DM? You think that you can probably get your eyes under control if you focused on it. Okay, I'll try to blink and fix them to look, quote-unquote, normal soul. Okay. Vera's gonna take out two of her bottles and is gonna put the ashes of Glarv into them. <laughs> You're such a weirdo. <laughs> Do you want a trophy? Okay. Want a souvenir? You, you, uh, you fill two bottles with ashes. Uh, soul, yeah. you turn your eyes back to quote-unquote normal. Uh-huh. Uh, however, it hurts badly to do that. Um, do I take damage? No. Okay. It just really, really fucking hurts. Yeah, it just hurt to do that. <clears throat> I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you? Yeah, totally. I just kind of, you know, gave birth, so that's fun. I didn't know elves laid eggs? I'm not an elf anymore, Petravian. And these aren't eggs, they're just my babies. But I need to ask someone about how to, I don't know, figure out how to... I I can just sense what they're feeling right now, that's all. That's all I know. Are they okay? Are they okay? Are they (laughs) okay? They've calmed down significantly, yeah. They're calm. What do we do now? I mean, I'm taking at least one of these armors. That's fine, Vera. You can take the whatever cursed armor from this creepy temple. Well, I mean, I mean I'm not keeping it. I'm selling it. <laughs> just melt it down. It's just gold. I don't think it's gold, actually. I think it's fool's gold, maybe. Some kind of shit, like bronze lookalike yeah. gold. It's plated. Actually, you know what? I have a. I probably have a shitty appraise. Vera's going to look at this armor, and I'm going to do an appraise check on it. If I even, okay. actually, if I can, let's see. I think you have to No, have I don't have... <laughs> I think Levette might be the only one who can do that. So based on having based on having no appraise, what does Vera think this is? <laughs> uh, based on having no appraise, it looks like a, an extremely ancient suit of ceremonial armor that uh, is kind of amazing that it hasn't turned to dust over time. It doesn't look particularly valuable. It kind of looks cool. Uh, I have a question. Should we destroy this place? Glarv seemed to think that it could protect them, so I mean, it might be. It seems like it even, you know, I don't know. What is, what is, 
Also, the devil have anything to do with I mean, that. pools of blood, you know. I don't know if he has the equipment to display I don't... it. I don't really. I'll cheat the good job today. No. I don't want to put any more stress on him. Also, do you want to have another god on your back? Yeah. I mean, he may be a dead god, maybe. Who knows? But if he's not, I'm not dealing with that shit. I already had to deal with an ancient god before. No thank you again. Uh, while you're saving that, Petravian's gonna uh, step next to Karis, kind of put an arm out, and then just close his hand and put it back, put his hand back down. You notice that Karis is blinking tears out of her eyes. She looks over at you, Petravian, and she just says, sort of flatly, why couldn't you just wait? <sighs> Shit. Oh, fuck. Wait for what? And so we got him back out. I'm sorry. I I thought it might rip a hole in his side and he might return to us. Yeah, you, you did your best. Soul gives Karis a gentle squeeze. She stands up and just sort of starts walking out of the temple. Let's get going. We're going to get really fucking tired if we stay here any longer, guys. Before Vera heads out of the room, she's going to look at this. I assume this is an altar at the mm-hmm. northern part. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything particularly interesting about this? The only thing that's interesting about it is that as you approach it, you feel sort of a numbness spread across your body. Uh, Vera's going to... Would you like to approach closer? No. <laughs> Vera's going to talk to Mellifera Sting and say, Melly, do you by any chance know who this is? You hear the multiple-voiced swarm that is Mellifera, and she replies, an old rival. What kind of rival are we talking about? Should we do something about this temple? This temple cannot be destroyed. It is why it was sealed away. I guess we'll have to do a better job sealing it more. Vera's going to, as she leaves, is going to take another bottle and also get the ashes of the ring, just in case. Mm. Oh, okay. Cool. You, uh, when you have them like side by side, you notice that they are indistinguishable from each other. That's okay. It fills <laughs> <Label> Vera. It. <laughs> it fills Vera with comfort. Get your sharpie out, label it. Chisel, as he walks into the room to the south, uh, notices Petravian kind of very distraught. Uh, He nuzzles under Petravian's uh, hand with the hammer and snorts at him, like suck it up, you'll be fine. Look at me. (laughs) I got hit hard. Actually, Jesus, he got hit pretty good. Yeah, I thought he was gonna die. I'm gonna be honest. (sighs) Let's go. Since Sol and Karis are at the exit of the temple, Sol will hold out an arm for Karis so that they can fly her out of this weird fissure. Karis will accept your hand, and uh, the two of you can escape the fissure. And we go! I feel like this temple will come up in uh, Season 2. Nah, probably not. Nah. Nope. No I way. I can't imagine something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and push the Ville map. So you guys can leave that fissure, and what would you like to do next? <laughs> it is currently March 10th, the year 762 of the Third Era. When do you got to get back to uh, the to home? <laughs> the wedding's on the 20th, but... How long would it take to get, to get there? I mean, technically I can take several trips to fly us there. Might be a day or two. Can I speak though? My mouth will be frozen. You want to go to the castle first? I, I would like to, yes. Maybe we can find out if Siva is uh, doing up the place as well. Might be a nice place to rest. 
Well, Siva left. <laughs> what? Yeah, she she left soon after um, Levat's mom appeared. Oh. Um, oh. Well, then it should be nice. If my mom's is a good housekeeper. She's a spider now. If she could fit. <laughs> I don't see how that. <laughs> wow. I mean. I don't see how that plays into it. But she had like web shit all over my carriage. That's not clean. Well, actually, it's, it's not necessarily. Dirty when it first comes out, but it'll eventually build up dust and debris. Okay. It's really big and sticky. But then you just remove it. They all the way. Are we also overlooking the fact that they're really big and probably wouldn't fit through the normal size doorways? What did you just say about me, Masa? She's as big as. mom fat. She's as big as Archie. She won't be able to fit through that door. Kidding me? Oh, that just has like a shocked look. Looks at Petra. Looks up at Archie. Looks back at Petra. <laughs> She's not fat, so. but she's <laughs> she thick. Petravian, do you want your mouth to be filled with your foot any more than it already is? Because yeah. I can put it there for you. <laughs> I bet you could. Yes, by breaking it off of your body, probably. Just. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah, we, we caught that. We caught that. Yes. Crystal clear. <laughs> it's funny. Because <laughs> your little... Okay. Your balding spots. I never had hair, so I can't be balding. <laughs> balding spots. <laughs> but, like, Oriants, they're little crystals. That's, like, their hair, right? I thought... I thought you were balding. Because you didn't have it all over your head. No. Am I wrong? <laughs> I've never had hair. That sounds... Complicated. I mean, I don't have to shave. That's a plus. I don't have to shave. I have hair. I don't technically have to do anything with my hair if I don't want to anymore. Ooh, look at me. I got all these fancy new powers. I can look whatever I want. Okay, yeah. Threaten the one who can hurt you. It's fine. I mean, I wouldn't call it a threat. Make fun of? It's also kind of... I mean, it's true. Technically, you do have a lot of powers now. Yeah, but he said it mean. (laughs) (laughs) Is, is my sarcasm not coming through? Oh, yeah, it's it's mean. Sarcasm is mean, dude. <laughs> Wait, what? Soul looks like they're in the conversation, but their eyes keep flicking towards Karis to check on her. She's not talking to anyone currently. I figure. Mm-hmm. And I assume we were heading towards our horses. Carriage, yeah. Right back towards the Did way. they live? Yeah. I mean, we're in, we're in there for that long. Well, let's go see. Okay. So as you head down from the mountain, you return to a more level area where you left your wagon. Uh, your cart, your carriage, mm-hmm. and milling around the area are the horses that you left behind as well. Yay! Come here, guys, we're back! They sort of just, like, blink and stare off like horses do. Alright, I'll do my animal handling. Alright, so you round up the horses and reattach them to the wagon, and you guys can start traveling. It was, I believe, a four-day journey get out, to get out here, mm-hmm. so if I get a survival check, you guys can make it back in the same amount of time. It was a 31 the... to control the horses, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, in that case, so you probably, like, whistle just the right way, and all of the horses will just sort of trot back over to you. That is a survival check of 34. Excellent. Okay, in that case, you can make the same travel back. Uh, it would be a four-day journey to return to Osterbay. So it would be the 14th by the time we get there? Oof. Correct. How many days to get to Fushorf Castle with the carriage? With the carriage? Yeah. 
I mean, we're on roads now, so we're not like. Uh, it would be eight days. Oof. You can't. Well, that would I be can't do it with the carriage. So once we go to Ostrovik, we're probably going to. I'm, I'm going to have to deposit the horses. Plans. Deposit them where? At a stable and just like rent out the space for a while. So while we are making our way back to Ostrovik, Vera's going to say in like a quiet tone because, you know, Karis is quite upset. And, to, and this is to Soul. So you said that Burr isn't dead? Not as far as I know, his strength still exists. It just cuts off at a point. What does that mean? It means he's probably in a different dimension or world. I just don't know where. Can't you pull him from there? Well, Glarv is a different embodiment than I am. I guess I could ask someone else for help. Who would know more about the dimensions? Fish. <sighs> like, Vera will literally, like, give a protesting sigh. I mean, you asked, I answered. Just because you don't like the answer doesn't fault me in any way. But I mean, he would know what happened the best because this is his power. I suppose. I just don't trust him. I think that's pretty fair, right? Soul just nods. So, I, I could not ask him. I'm just saying it's a solution that I've thought of. You could also ask Book if we ever are daring. I don't think him. I have much time to ask Book. Well, I'm not saying now. I'm just saying eventually. He helped us a lot. Yeah, yeah. We at least owe it to him to try when we can to bring him back. True. But he didn't have much information on the eight to begin with. Well, I'm not asking about information on the eight. I'm asking about well, or dimension. Yeah, but if it had to do with the dimension inside of Glarv, just kind of like where my kids were, does, it, it could work similarly. Does it work the same? Maybe. I mean, I think Ish might literally be able to pull him out, maybe. But again, I'd have to ask him, and there'd be a conversation, and, you know, talking about how Glarv got fired. <clears throat> It'll be fun. Super fun. He's actually probably going to look at me really sadly and be like, it's really unfortunate that this had to happen. <laughs> he's he's sweet like that. <clears throat> Anyways, um... And Vera shoots you a glance. Mm-hmm. Pretty much any time you say anything that in any way humanizes Ish, <laughs> it's stank eyes for days. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a question. Where is Zero again? Well, Zero's fucking dead, dude. Yeah, Zero's been dead Oh for my while, god! Remember? Moira killed him! Remember, fucking you're gonna yeah. kill... Oh, you're gonna kill Moira. Moira. <laughs> Wow! Why did I forget that? <laughs> Why did I forget that? God, I you don't know. Probably blacked it out. I imagine. You know what's funny is that I was just editing audio, and you said the exact same thing when you were in the pool that I was editing, like when you're soaking in the bath. Marcus was, yeah. But that was because you were gone for that session. Yeah, yeah. Lavetta had dropped zero off at her family home, oh, except for right. we said originally that he died, and you freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> then we're... Yeah, every time we've joked about it, it has just led up to the moment that Zero actually fucking died. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so. dog super dead. <laughs> dead. Dog super dead. Alright, anyway, so was there anything else you wanted to do or say over the next four days? I was, I was actually, I, I kind of got caught up because I was going to talk to Karis. Okay, over in the carriage. you got it. Um, okay. <clears throat> so you find yourself in the carriage with Karis. She's sort of just sitting there, hands folded in her lap, just sort of looking down at her hands. Uh... Callies, I'm. By the way, I'm sorry if I seemed uh, insensitive to your situation. I uh, was it battle. I guess I just had adrenaline running. Well, I don't normally say this, but I think I, I'm in a position where I can understand how you feel right now. Trying to save someone you care about and it going that'll be wrong. Although you weren't really responsible in this case. I don't blame anyone. 
We couldn't have known. So I want to sit next to her, and if she doesn't, like, scoot away, I'll hold out one of the little mechanical hands for her to hold. But I'm not going to pressure her to do anything. Soul said that he's not dead. He's out there somewhere. I'm going to try to find him. I don't All know right. how, but I'm going to try. You know, I'm humbled with crazy plans. We just finished the last thing off of my to-do list before I die, so maybe adding another thing to that list is what I need. We just need to get some more MacGuffinite. Or something. Oh, that would actually be not a bad idea. I really don't want to do that. Probably be really easy to get the Megaphonite with that would make sense. Petra's digging power. True. Just walking and through Since we're actually paleos with the dragon, like we'd have to bring him something worthwhile, but like we have a we know he's there and we have a positive rapport with him so far, as far as dragons go. Well as yeah, Marcus he didn't immediately literally asked. Yeah, okay. Do you well, know Marcus Cell is before <laughs> Well, Marcus is dead and if he got real mad about that, we could say we killed him, you know? And, be like, <laughs> and we wouldn't be lying. Yeah, exactly. We'd be like we, wow. we disgraced a dragon. So we disgraced a dragon and so we killed him. It's okay. We would never do such a thing like that again. Wow. <laughs> Replace him. I'm crying. Shit, man. That's good. Is it though? That we is it? Up it's hilarious. It yeah, but is it good? <laughs> Chaotic neutral. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so, how is Petra doing after? Yeah, he's riding Chiselia. Oh yeah, he's after uh, destroying Glarve. Yeah, how are you feeling? Um, conflicted a little bit. Um, it, I... keep doing this, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> just overkilling the shit out of people that you are certain deserve it, and then at the very last moment being like, "But what if not?" <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, okay." So I go kill. So let's go kill these two guys. I kill them. So let's go kill. Um. So let's go kill Glarv. I kill him. Fuck me, right? Um. I kid. Yeah, I kid. The plight of just following orders all over again. Actually, isn't this Petra's backstory? Yes, but he said he Didn't was he sorry this Davis? time. He said he was <laughs> sorry this time. He actually feels bad. It's growth. It's a good point, though, because now he can go back, join up with his old legion. And when they go in and, like, slaughter a town, they just be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it'll be okay. Okay, so, but Petra is on Chisel, riding next to the carriage. Um, and uh, and I'm assuming that Sol is driving? No, they're holding on to their babies. Vera drives. Okay. Um, they're cradling them. Vera's designated driver. Yeah, sorry. Baby on board. <laughs> Babies. Somehow, Babies. Oh. somehow there is a bumper sticker already. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. As long as it's a, the traditional one for the fire people and not like one of the stupid ones that's trying to be cute, but it's extremely hard to understand what it's saying. Mm-hmm. No, it just says baby, babies on board. All right, there you go. Also, um, student driver for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so Petra uh, says to Soul, so... What now? Where are we go- I did- if I'm honest, I didn't think I'd survive this. Well, I- I guess go to Ustervik. I guess I'd probably have to rent out the stable for a while, but the wedding's pretty much next week. Well, how are we getting there, then? Oh, I'll fly you guys. Fly us? Yeah, oh, right. it's gonna feel weird, but- I'm probably going to have to do it one at a time just because I'm not sure exactly how well I can hold on to you while I'm moving that fast. Wait, you can fly there, each of us, and make it in time? I believe so, yes. What? 
It's hard to explain. I'm able to travel really fast and yet not. It's, um, it's a little confusing, but anyways, the plan is just to drop the horses off so they have somewhere safe to be, and, you know, you guys can grab the carriage eventually. And if you wanted, we could spend some time at my house and just chill for a while. But Levette did say she wanted to visit her mom, so we're probably going to go to uh, Fushdorf Castle first, or whatever we need to call it, uh, the castle, <laughs> before we head back home. So, so that'll take me a little bit to fly back and forth for you guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it should be definitely less than half the time if we had traveled by foot slash carriage to get to the forest, which, ugh, there's the Sarakin Mountains in front. It's it's actually very hard to get to the forest, it seems. <laughs> Especially because, you know, my village is on a mountain. Don't you people do trade? Not my people, really. I mean, a little bit, but it's uh, it's mostly with the other elven villages, and Dad's the only one who's the diplomat that goes to other villages. Um, we, we don't have much outside contact in my village, but I'm sure the other elven villages do more. But, but not a lot, to be honest. We pretty much have all that we need in the forest. All the fruits and vegetables and meat that you could ever want, really. It's so beautiful. And of course, like, it, the winter doesn't even feel that bad, especially compared to here, because it is, like, fucking cold when it's winter here. Vera looks around with the short, like, short sleeves. Or actually, no sleeves, technically. It's not that bad, so... I know you're warm-blooded. It's okay. Pat, pat. Pat, pat. <laughs> not everyone's as durable as you are. I mean, if you just stay outside longer, you'll get used to it. Most people don't do that, unless they're really, really poor. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with this, so... <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Petra, however you want to get there, we... It'll be fun. Okay. You tell me that after I fly you to the castle. Anything else that you guys want to do over the four days travel back to Osterbeck? Other than Vera is once again going to get more and more uncomfortable and quiet <laughs> as they get closer to Osterbeck. Wonderful. So just uh, cradling them babies. Pray to Eden. Okay. I would just pray to Eden. That's about it. And like, hey, killed an evil person for you. Hey. Did it. All right. So in that what case, life's all about, right? Killing evil yeah, people. Yeah, killing evil people. I mean, when you're a paladin, kind of. Yeah. So oh, four days will pass. That will now make it March 14th, the year 762, and the party arrives back in Osterbeck. There's really not a whole lot different going on today than there was the last time you were here. There's, you know, a bit of commotion on the street, like lots of folks going around, they're going about their business. It seems like a fairly normal town in the nation of Ville. Okay. So Sol's heading for the stables and is going to inquire how much money it would be to be able to house the horses for, I'm going to say, two months just to be safe. Okay. Uh, So the stable hand will recognize you immediately from the last time you were here. Hey, we're still uh, alive! (laughs) Yeah, the stable hand, he actually mentions that he's quite happy to see the the lot of you alive because he figured that the Woods Wraith got a hold of all of you since you were so well-dressed. Oh. I forgot about the wood break. <laughs> no, we're still alive. And no, that's healthy. really good to hear. Looking good, obviously. <laughs> so he'll basically quote you a price. Uh, two months of... Uh, two months would probably be like... One gold. One okay. And a half, like, 
One gold per horse, maybe? Oh my god. Oh, okay. So that's four. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll do the four gold. Okay. Do you need me to lend you some money? No. <laughs> sure you don't want to give him 20 gold? <laughs> That'd be nice. That was, that's chump change compared to the other kid. The other kid's running the fucking, like... <laughs> Look, I've learned my lesson mafia. over the campaign! <laughs> that, other, that other kid is dead. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah. I don't want to hear it! <laughs> I know he was one of the casualties, but I like to think when you say people died that the kid just organized his own little mafia. So mean. <laughs> Which is why he died. Well, I suppose, yeah, he did. Be, he was the godfather, and then they just brought him down. Anyway. Alright, that's taken care of, so we'll uh, brush their hands together as if they did any sort of weird labor whatsoever. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I spent money today. <laughs> Hard day's work. So, like who wants to go to the off. castle first? I don't want to be here. Oh, oh, okay. You'll be first. Um, I've never carried two people, but let's see. I'm going to try to put my kids into my dimensional pocket in the meantime. Okay. Does that hurt me? You attempt that, and it hurts you, and they start screaming. Oh, 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 okay, that's not happening. Okay, holding you it is. I'm so sorry, I'm... Souls cooing at fucking they're crystals a... in their arms. They're, agi- <laughs> they're agitated. I'm so sorry, I didn't... Do you need a bag? Can you put them in someone else? Wait, what? What the fuck? <laughs> if you need to, if, if I'm just saying, if you need someone to uh, carry, can you put them, like how uh, Soul retreated into Petra? Are you able to put them into someone else? You, you see Soul press it into, like, ah! Oh, um, <laughs> it kills them. <laughs> I think I need to drop them off with Grow. I want to carry you guys properly. Well, I guess I can. I can keep them for now. It just has to be one at a time so I can keep them secure with me. Okay? I mean, can't you get a bag, though? Yeah, but I still gotta carry them. Get them a papoose? Shoulder? I mean, they don't like not being held. Right, get a papoose. I can't can't put them in my bag of holding. Uh, They have feelings? Yeah, they do. They got scared and kind of upset when I tried to do that. I'm sorry. They're babies. They're crystals. They're babies. Vera's understanding of babies is... <laughs> okay, they don't look like babies, but they function and feel and act like babies past, I guess, breastfeeding. That's odd, I suppose. Look, this is new to me, too. <laughs> diapers, I assume. I've never been a parent before, so... Ugh. I'll just hold them securely in one arm, and I just gotta hold you to get to the castle, Okay. Okay. So we'll put an arm underneath Vera's shoulder and hold her tight, and they'll fly to Fushdorf Castle with all three of them, I guess would be very accurate to say. Okay. All right. So... Slash teleport? You attempt to teleport to Fushdorf Castle with your two children and... Is it Vera? Yeah. Okay. So the two children and Vera. I would like you to make a con check, please. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. So, the reality sort of shifts around you, and you suddenly find yourself standing outside of Fuchsdorf Castle. Uh, However, you now have a splitting headache. Like a migraine headache. Uh, Does your head hurt, Beardy? Does my head hurt, Beardy? Oh, no, you're fine. I'm fine. Right as rain. Okay. Feeling great. Shit. Do you know how to take care of babies? Oh, yeah. Like, and there's a straight sarcasm. That's it. I'm 
I'm calling Grow. That's it. <laughs> Grow. Soul? Is everything okay? Uh, how to explain this? Yes and no. Oh, okay. I, I took care of Glarv. We Wait. did, as a group, but he's dead. Really? Yeah. That's great news. I also kind of, I guess, gave birth. I'm sorry, what? Well, our... Say that again? I. It sounded like you said you gave birth. Yeah, I kind of have our you... kids, but they're like crystals. And Wait, they're outside what? of me. Uh... Yeah, and I can't put them back in. <laughs> Do I need to like tell your mom and No, get out no, of here? don't Don't tell like, mom. Don't okay. tell mom. How am I supposed to get out of here otherwise? We we had a really awesome talk. Did she not chill out? I I honestly haven't tried to teleport since then, so where are you now? Fushdorf Castle. It's near Wrightbergenville. It's a little north of the Great Vale. Wait, let me just explain what it looks like. And so we'll okay. just start to describe their surroundings. Grow's going to cast a teleport spell. And I'm going to see if it succeeds. Okay. There's a little rustle of wind, and Grow will appear near the castle. I'm holding some babies. <laughs> he rushes up to you and stands about a pace away from you, just sort of taking in this, this scene before him. These are... Yeah. These are them? Yeah. Can, can I hold them? Of course. Let me just tell them real quick. Hey! And Sol will be, of course, looking at the crystals. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is your father I'm about to hand you over to. He's super safe and he loves you very much. And Sol will hold them out to him. Grow will very, very carefully take these two from you and sort of hold them close to his chest. Do you... Can you, you feel see, them? You see uh, tears welling up in his eyes. <laughs> Soul will go over and lightly touch them to see how they're feeling. Grow will say, they, they recognize me. You can feel them. He nods. <laughs> it's not just me, I'm not crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Vera is watching these two elves just talk about these rocks <laughs> like they're they're babies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're yeah, not rocks, they're that's, crystals. That's Saluna, and this is Margulis. Wait, what? <laughs> and they're ours. He just holds them and cries. So we'll kiss him on the cheek. Hold him holding them. <laughs> Thera, would you like to meet them? Is that how that works? You have to touch them, I think. Vera will slowly approach them and just, like, gently lay a hand on them, just, like, three fingers. You feel a a warmth and a a strange sense of curiosity coming from them. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you can take care of the castle. I probably have to go and get everyone else now. Speaking of which... How does the castle look? <laughs> yeah, how does the, the castle, castle look? <laughs> the, the castle's covered in webbing. No, it's uh, it looks pretty much the same as the last time you were here. The guards are gone now, so that's nice. Do we see any drider? Not outside, no. Oh, we're outside, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't teleport us inside. Right. Well, I'll stay here and wait for you. Okay, girl. I have to get everyone else from. 
yeah, Osterberg, yeah. and I'll be right back, but can you take care of them while I'm doing that? Yeah, of course. Okay. I love you. Love you. <laughs> All right, I will fly back to Osterberg. All right, Konjek. I thought you said fly. No. Well, before you said you were flying. Well, it... it it's kind of like teleporting. It's it's like a poof of feathers, and it oh, kind oh, of oh, feels okay. like flying. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm gotcha, a fourth gotcha. dimensional being, and but, things are complicated. Because that's why Vera was confused before. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, anyways, sixteen. So you return to Ostrovik in a, in a poof of, of ethereal feathers. Uh, your headache has now progressed to uh, just uh, overall general dizziness on top of horrible skull pain. Um, and you feel like a wetness coming out of your nose. I ha- I'm having a hemorrhage? Shit. So do do I appear near Petravian and Levet and Karis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you return exactly where you came from. <clears throat> do we see the nose business? Yeah, you see some blood coming out of Sol's nose. Sol? Hey, Sol, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I just got a headache. Don't worry about it. Sol will just wipe their nose with their hand. It's like a streak um, of yeah, blood streak. across their cheek now. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, can I cast a lay on hands? Um, would would yeah. that even work? Uh, Sol. We're going to find out. Uh, I'm going to see if I can help. Hold still. And Petravian's going to cast a lay on hands for 25. Sol, you feel, you feel like someone just... Through a pail of water in a burning house. <laughs> so it, it pretty much did nothing. It it was it was something. Oh it helped. But yeah, something's broken. You, you could get grown to teleport everybody. Over like three days. <sighs> but then we have to like teleport then to the home. I think something's wrong with me. I think we need to call Corona. I think Glarf just kind of did something inside of me. He was breaking me when we oh. first started fighting him. Is it like saying, maybe it's a crazy pals? Oh, well, this isn't your normal form, is it? No. Oh, bye. Alright, well, I think we should find a way to get you to the castle as quick as possible, and uh, Petravian and I will figure something out if we have to. No, no, I can I can carry you all to the castle, I just... I don't no. want you to strain yourself. No, no, I can do it, I can do it. I'll just, I'll take all three of you this time. I'll no. just, I'll have... Petravian, you'll hold Levette, and I'll no. hold you two, and Karis, I'll have Sorry. you on the other arm, and and we'll be there, and then Soul. I can just rest for a couple days. So... No. It's fine. We all, you got other methods. I don't mean to abuse God. your husband is, is some sort of like tool, but He's he does have it. Right you can play it off, you know? I dare even say I don't want you to use that power now, but you are most certainly not taking myself or Levette. If you need to, if you feel you need to use it once more to get to the castle by yourself, do so. Chisel and I... Isn't you know, Apple to bring us this? Is it? I don't... It, it doesn't change... Who I bring. Yeah, I don't, that doesn't that strain me. I said I was fine anyways. I don't believe you. Right. Then you can stay. Come on, Lebet. What? <clears throat> Kara said I trust them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said don't trust them, and I was like, what <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> bitch? No, no. <laughs> we no. were BFFs until right now. <laughs> no. Kara says I trust them. Okay. Okay. So okay. are you coming sure. or not? Okay. Soul's looking He's... at Petravian. Oh, and 
put your deer into a tiny stone if you are. Rude, but yes. Petravian Chisel says. <laughs> on the <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Oh, I gotta cast tongues at him on him at some point. Uh, fine. Um, sorry, buddy. Uh, do you mind? Chisel snorts. All right. Uh, Petravian's gonna cast. Oh God, what's the name of that spell? Uh, stand by. It's fine. You don't have to say the name of the spell. We we know what the effect is. Petravian uh, puts his hands on hand on Chisel's so- shoulder, and in just like an instant, in Petravian's hand is a small stone statue of Chisel. All right. Screams. <laughs> <laughs> Screams in stone. <laughs> <sighs> Let's go. But no, I do this with protest. Yeah, don't. I get it. I've heard that kind of speech before. All right, Karis, I'm going to hold you around your waist. Is that okay? Of course. Okay. And Petravian, if you wouldn't mind holding Lavette. Lavette, is that okay? Uh, I guess so. You can go on my shoulders Please. if you want. Yes, I guess, I guess, I, okay. I guess so. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, All right. I mean, if it's in any way, it's in any way. Petravian. ideals. I take Petravian underneath his shoulders. So you jump them all back? Yup. Con check. Oh, hey. 19. That was much better. I'm still going to have a bad headache, guys. All right. So you you already had a bad headache. You already were dizzy, and you already were starting to bleed out of your nose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, You get back, and you can't stand. So I just collapse and collapse immediately? Yeah, you appear, and you collapse immediately. I will jump off up in Petravian and go over to Sol. See if that happens. Oh, no, yo, okay. Okay, all right. That was the last time. Don't worry yes, about do. it. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm fine. I just gotta take a little cat nap. I just gotta take a little cat nap. That's it. Crow rushes over and uh, just like kneels down next to you. What what happened? What's going on? I got hurt in the battle a little bit. And I guess maybe a part of me got a little broken on the inside. I don't even know what that means. Can we fix it? I think I just need to rest, that's all. I'll be fine. I just gotta, you know, sleep it off. Hold, hold these. He's gonna give you the kids. Okay. And then he's gonna pick you up. Okay. Do his damnedest to try to pick you up. Soul's gonna boy. try to make themselves as light as possible for him. You weak boy. Can uh, I do that without injuring myself? I mean, you wanna alter your form? No, no, I, I just, I don't know, that used to happen so naturally based on emotion. Mm-hmm. I don't know well, my so, restrictions anymore. It was, it was so easy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make it lighter for him. Okay. Because Soul wouldn't uh, know any better. Okay. Call check. 15. Okay. You just sort of drift off. Oh shit, I black out. Okay. Yeah, you black out. You guys out. are good. But you, do make, but you do make yourself lighter. So, uh, Gro lifts you up off the ground and Soul sort of just falls asleep. Oh, see. Oh. Gets into a bit now, well, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, yes. And uh, he walks, you know, his arm load of his family <laughs> uh, into Fuchsdorf Castle. So the first thing you notice uh, after the door is opened, you notice that there are no lights inside the castle that are currently lit. So all any lantern, candle, torch, everything it looks like everything's been extinguished. That's unusual. I'll deploy Archie when I want. 
her about. I guess get to lighten the place up. I don't know what it requires. If I can do it on my own. Archie's leading the way. Lighting candles, I assume. Yep. And Vero's about, if we can. Yeah. yeah. yeah Vero's probably in the main dining hall already. They're like candle candles. You could use a little electric shock, maybe. And just. Yeah, Vero's gonna be just showing. Lilith? Lilith? Mazo? Hello? Are you heal? Hello? Make a perception check, everyone. I'm oh, you know boy. I'm good at those. Oh. Let's see if my boy sees her. Alright, that is a net 20 for a 35. Nice. Alright, well, there it is. So that's an important thing. You hear a multi-legged creature moving in the hallway to the east. Moving toward the room. Oh, jeez. Over in the hallway, I guess. Lilith! What? The- the door I, opens. Goes, I start walking towards the wrong hallway. <laughs> the door opens a moment later, and you see hmm? Lilith blinking against the light of the room. Oh, right, 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 right. Are you doing okay, Lilith? You're all back. Yeah, I'll run up to her and jump up and hug her as soon as I see her. Make oh, yeah, okay. Make a perception check. Okay, another just, one. Let's see just I... you, yeah. That was better. It was 16. Okay. Better than a nat one. The, you don't notice anything out of the place. You move up closer to her, and uh, she's going to pick you up into a hug. Well, you're alive, so I, I need to talk about what we're all going to do. Of course. They, yeah. So you succeeded? I suppose so. I, I'm not sure if that's how you feel about it anymore, but we did what we want to do. I'm very proud of you. Thank you, I guess. I don't know. I don't really feel that this is something to be proud of. You could just let's not do it now. Completed your quest, right? Uh, yeah. To save the yeah. world. Uh, yeah. We're out to stop a demon and beat them. We kill them. So I guess that's good. And that, that's what the really old and supposedly wise drone said you do, should do. So I suppose it's the right thing to do. But we've got more of those things to hunt down. But it's a little more complicated and I don't know the, uh, the short run is going to be in more dance with that. Is the castle been okay? Has anything else been okay for you? Yes, yeah. Things have been okay. Uh, have you found anything to eat? Is the cat okay? I found some things to eat. I've been eating myself bad. Okay. The, the light started to bother my eyes, though. Oh, well, it's kind of hard for us to see without it. But I, I, I guess we could get something out. Hey, hey, uh. I have an idea. Or you just need to find a yes Yeah, of course. Does Lilith look famished at all? No, not particularly. Um, she looks maybe a little more well-fed than the last time. Like, definitely more well-fed than when you found her in that cave. She's no longer in a puddle of her own tears? Uh, she's crying, I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, she's, oh yeah. she's still crying. Well, from seeing you, yeah. I mean, she's happy oh, to see okay. You. I thought, like, perpetual crying thing was going on. No, no, no. She's just... She's just crying because she's happy to see you. And again, it's kind of like, a, it's it's almost like ink. Yeah. Perpetual oil crying. Oh, well, I mean, I guess we have the wedding. That's the next thing that I know of. Um, what happened to Sol? Uh, so, their the whole method of transportation was not probably the safest thing. We can't continue to fly around there, I think. We'll need to find something else. They are more of those, yeah. What are they called? See, the droid waypoints in, in the Emerald Forest, I would imagine, no? Well, 
ley lines? Yes. Well, I don't know if there's any near Souls Village. Any, any Columbus? Drow? Know of any what? ley lines? Uh, not really much of a druid, sorry. Maybe Kalana knows. I mean, that's his whole thing, right? Well, I mean, he probably would know, but do you really want to get him over here just to ask that? No, I have an easy on myself. Actually, no, I don't. I have to wait for him tomorrow. I'm going out of juice. Well, it looks like we're going to have to wait as Vera like, looks at Soul. Wait, how, do you, how have you run out of juice? It took us several days to get back to Osterbrook. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah, my sheet hasn't been washed. I was so disoriented. <laughs> what, okay, what are you talking okay, about? Yeah. Right, okay, what now I've got the method. Sheet? Are you shitting? <laughs> I've got my sheet out of whack, is what I'm saying. Isn't that what the kids say these days? Alright, I'll flick open the little, like, uh, the sending typewriter. The like, compartment with a little typewriter. Shit, I'm gonna have to type this out because I, I gotta make sure I don't arc out. Okay, so while, while you're composing that message, uh, Gro is going to find a bed to lay soul out in so they can rest. You know what I'm waiting for, right? Two shoes to drop. That's true. There are still two shoes that need to be dropped. And the, the campaign doesn't end until the protectorship is passed on, and, you know. <laughs> that's not for another six days. We're going to have the wedding, go to sleep. When we wake up, we exit the telehouse. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, no, Kyle! <laughs> no! Do that to me! No. You spoiled the whole campaign. Dude, that would be fucking incredible. That would be horrible. <laughs> you all that's, pop that's out your level of, two again? That's the kind of thing that if I'm watching a podcast, they'd be like, well, new podcast time. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. Yeah, you all pop out. You're in the tele. You just left the telecast. You're all level two again because I, I archived all your characters at level two. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, I thought we just continued the campaign over again, except we start at level 11. Oh, it's like, it's like New Game <laughs> Plus? That would be so Yeah, basically cool. New Game Plus, right? That sounds kind of fun. Levat, you cast message. What would you like to say? Or sending, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, sending. So I pull, I have like a little typewriter system, like a little one-hand typewriter on my gauntlet, and I type out, This is Levat. Glaub is dead. Soul has been damaged. Need travel method to Emerald Forest, Powell's Hot Sword. So, uh, how are you doing? And this is des- destined to who? The Corona. Alright, you receive a very simple reply. It is from Corona and simply says, Nearest gate is in the Great Vale. Meet there for travel arrangements. Okay. Uh, um, so, Corona says uh, meet him in the Great Vale, uh, the gate, and we. Meet organized travel arrangements there. Oh, right. It, and there's a fast way to get to Presidium itself? Or. I don't know. I didn't know that you didn't blow the 25 wells. I, the, whole, the rest of the sheet, if it's this, it's just blank. And then there's this long space, and then it says, Alright, so what are we talking about? And, and that's it. How long does it take to walk to the Great Vale? To the gate in the Great Vale? You can get there in a day. I forgot to mention my sending. I just got a printout. I'd like to thank for my thing, so I just I can just show you the message. Can you describe the printout? Sure. Yeah. Imagine it's like a little, like, like I said, it's a little mini typewriter. On her. Like she's it's just a little plate that slides back. It has a little typewriter, and she inserts one of her juice slots, one of her little like syringes with the blue liquid that her magic has got. And uh, then once they reply, then I figure it feeds out a little, like a receipt, basically, with the message written on it. Almost probably written gnomish, come to think of it. Well, should we head there right away, or do we need to stay? I could yeah, carry Soul. Yeah, Grow and Soul, and is not a... Wait, 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 Soul, Soul, 
you know, pick up, pick it. I like to, uh, I have an idea for Archie and I need to, I need access to a tailor. I don't know if that's something we all have in Presidium. I don't see why not. Oh, just a base for the workshop, I guess. I'm sure they have one, but when whether or not they'll let you use it is another thing. Yes, well, that is an issue, but I, I'm willing to hunt uh, some money for it, so I think that that might not be too big of a problem. But if we don't, if, so, if Procedium is not the right place, and I think maybe... I was hoping to stop in uh, one of these village cities, because I know that they will be able to put out a pretty big order. Uh, but I don't think we have time for that, so I don't think it's going to happen. But if I just have space to set up a workshop, I can take care of it myself. So, so are we staying here tonight? Yeah, for uh, tonight, I think so, yeah. Otherwise I can carry soul. Mm, no, I don't think that's necessary. I think we should get some rest. Alright. Rest, being carried in all, it's not really what I would consider restful. In that case, Vera's going to exit the building and is going to check out the garden. Okay. Is stuff growing and stuff? Oh yeah, it's still enchanted. The, the ground here is still enchanted to grow food very quickly. Vera might just start picking some and just preparing something as best she can. Something very basic. Alright. Guys, don't get a soul breakfast this time. Nope. <laughs> well, you gotta figure out how to hook up this magic garden with your uh, temple. It's true. You have infinite food. Although they are in a forest, so it's pretty easy to forage and also get like raw meat and stuff. More food mean more people. True, true. Especially if you tell people who are poor and hungry that you have a surplus of food. And that is going to spoil if they don't come and eat it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, let's let's rest at. Because I think if I want to talk to her mom, but I can't think of anything she really want to talk about. I feel like maybe that's just what happens. It's just, it just hangs around and has none. You can chit chat or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, so you spend the evening with your mother. Oh no! Actually, there was something I wanted to ask her about. That's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Mattel, we went to a place at. Uh, Kind of put some thoughts in my head while we are gone. I need to ask some questions. What is it? I, I want to know about the place you came from and the religion you were a priest of self. And whatever else you can tell me. I know that it's not most pleasant information, but I figure that uh, maybe a lot of things that have happened could have been averted if I knew this sooner. So I, need, I think I need to know as soon as possible. It's a part of my life that I don't want to relive. I understand that. I got out of there because it was awful. How did you get into it? I was born into it. I just can't understand. You all, you have taught me the value of kindness more than maybe anyone in my life. And uh, is, I mean, uh, what I, I don't know if what we saw was related to that, but it had me thinking about how if it is so horrible that you can't talk about it. How did you do that? And how, how did you break away from me? One of the easiest things I've ever done. I knew that it was wrong from when I was a child. And I had to lie and, and hide my beliefs from everyone for almost my entire life. And I saw an opportunity to leave and I took it. I thought I had gotten away. Let's gonna hug her mom. She's got some tears in her eyes. Just That's promise me you won't go after these people. You won't ever try to find them because they'll kill you. Do you understand? I'm, I'm not worried about that. Myself. Well, I am. I promise mean, after me. how? Promise me you will not. But go how are after we going people. to stop? You can't just be like this forever. I can't just let this happen. She's she's going to like grab you by your arms and lift you up uh-huh. off the ground. 
and look uh, at you like straight in the eyes. Promise me, Lavette. I, I promise. Good. She pulls you in for to a hug. Really weakly hug her back. I can't lose you. You won't. At this point, I'm not sure if, if I wanted something to kill me out of the cool. Vera comes out of the kitchen with a bunch of bowls. It was just salad. <laughs> okay, I have stuff to eat. It's not going to be good, but it's here. Lilith perks up at the, the thought of something to eat. And, Lilith, and then sees it's all vegetables. And Lilith, I'll, I have good beetles that you can have. Oh, those were tasty. I'm going to have some. And obviously I said after after having gear out on my mind for a while, I said that sounds kind of like the exact Lilith will put you down. Well, the next few days shouldn't be shouldn't be that hard on us, but let's all be prepared for the trek over to the Great Vale. Yeah, well uh, we'll have to get something uh nice to wear because they're waiting for another people. I'm not sure how you we're going to figure out something to tailor for you as well, Mazel. But I'm not sure. Well, well, we should go for that. You can't, you can you? No? I don't think that's a good idea. I, I mean, I figure if we know these people somewhat if we explain the whole thing and... You really trust Sol's mother to not attack I, your mom? I don't want to be a trouble to anyone else, alright? I'll stay here. Okay. I, I, alright. I guess I can clap it much faster now. I just... Spent so long searching for you, and I finally get you back, and I keep having to leave. I'm not going anywhere, okay? Just do what you need to do, and then we'll have lots of time. But we're still going to get waiting of a tail for Vela. <laughs> and Kelly saw that model. Wait, anyway, I, I've got a little something especially propelled as well, but I'm going to have to figure out how to make that happen. Alright, anyone else? No one else? Okay. No. I'm well, asleep. In that case, before Vera goes to bed, Vera's going to go to Petravian and just say, Petravian. Mm, yes. Good job with Glarv, by the way. As much as it's, we still have to find a way to find Burr again, but you did a good job. Petravian looks a little crestfallen at the mention of Burr. He really feels really shitty about that. And you couldn't have known what would have happened. I know, but it it pains that I'm that I caused Karis such heartache. Then we'll find a way to get him back. Petravian nods. We can't just we can't give up hope yet. There has to be a way. And then with that, Vera's going to go to a room and sleep. All right. Okay. All right. In that case, the party rests for the evening. We're going to go ahead and push time to the fifteenth of March, and that is the next morning. All right, so group wakes up, and Sol, you come too. Uh, you're holding both of your kids in your arms, and Gro is, like, kneeling beside the bed, like, asleep, like, laying, like, head and arms resting on the bed, passed out. Gro? And uh, the rest of you also wake up in your own time, so Gro, Gro wakes up. You're awake. Yeah. You're not going to tell me that I was asleep for, like, a bunch of days, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Just the one night. Why are you sleeping down there? Just wanted to make sure you were okay. I'm okay, I promise. I just, I said I just needed to rest, and look at me. Chipper as always. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm just, I'm worried a little bit, that's all. I've never seen that happen to you before from using your abilities. I'm fine. (laughs) 
I hope Siva's people didn't cause too much trouble when we all kind of raided this area. Who? Siva's... The people that Siva sent here. She she had a bunch of people who were supposed to kind of watch the castle and Lavette's mom to keep her safe. Lavette's mom was the only one here. What? There was no one else at the castle, just Lilith. Uh, let me... Let me contact Siva really quick in my head. Just a second. Hey, Siva, I know it might be super early. I honestly can't tell what time it is. Are you awake? <laughs> I am now. Sorry. It's okay. It's good <laughs> to hear your voice. Oh, I was <laughs> for sure. Oh, God. I was so ready for the just fucking drain oh, corpse right somewhere. Um, I, can't, I couldn't remember for sure, and I was just like... Mm. Did, did your people ever... Did You said you were going to send people to the castle. Did you ever send people to the castle? Yeah, I sent three three people to the castle. But Lilith's the only one who's here. It's not good. I wonder if they ran into problems on the road. Okay. Um, Stranger things have happened. That's true. I'll send another group to check up on them. Don't Thanks, Eva. about it, alright? Okay. Okay, I promise. Thank you. I love you, and I'm so sorry I woke you up, and I hope you, like, have some time to go back to sleep, and I'm so sorry, but you're beautiful, okay. (laughs) See you soon. Yeah. Night. So how many people are gonna die from this before you're just gonna be like, stop sending people, it's fine. (laughs) So I have assumed at this point, as a player, I don't think Sol has, that Lilith has eaten these people. I'm like, if she hasn't eaten them... Then, like, I'm like, alright, so let's say best case scenario, if she has eaten them, right, is that the new guys show up and that we tell her that they're coming and that she knows that they're not, like, intruders. And she goes, if she tries to talk to them or anything, though, then they'd be like, oh shit, it's a drider. And then she had to kill them anyway, and then be like, well, I'm going to delete them. Well, they they knew she was a drider. That's true. They were instructed specifically not to harm her. Yeah, alright, well, then let's hope that that, that's how Or your mom's fucking evil, actually. (laughs) We're gonna find out. Or that. We sure are. Anyways, Soul's gonna try to slowly sit up. Okay. You feel more or less normal. Okay. (laughs) I feel better. Good. Yeah. Um, Let me just take these and Gro will pick up the kids. (laughs) Yep. And Vera's gonna be just like pacing in the hall, is waiting, like, alright, already in set. Come on, everybody. Wow, I never knew Vera to be the early riser. Well, I mean, she's like the early riser, but not exactly the one who's like, let's go, cheery, cheery, you know? Aren't aren't I always like, let's go, just not cheery, cheery? It's Mm. the cheery, cheery part that's weird. Oh, let's go. Has Archibald been up when I was asleep? No. Well, I'll deploy him then when I wake up. Okay. So, Gro is... Gro wants to use teleportation magic to return himself and the kids back to... Sure, you just can't tell mom about them. Of course not. I'll get a crib or two and <laughs> they'll be safe, alright? Okay. Just just be safe, okay? Of course. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Yeah, you bet. Oh, and can you have the servants prepare my closet for me? Sure. Okay, thank you. So he's going to move to the far end of the room and cast teleportation spell, and him and the two crystal shards will vanish. So they exit the room into the main food dining area. Okay. So everyone else is waiting out in there, whatever they were doing, and Soul pops in. Good morning. Morning. Decided to wake up. So I have a question before we head out. I just need to figure something out. Sure. 
Is there any way that we could get I could get custom cloth tailored uh, in Procidium? Custom? I, yes, like in three non standout. I'm willing to front a little money for it if, if necessary. I don't know. We obviously wouldn't have anything your size. That's not for me. I've got myself covered. It's for. I didn't want to spoil the surprise, but I thought that after he did such a good job, Archibald might deserve something nice to wear. <laughs> Soul has a very blank expression on their face with their mouth askew slightly. That, that's not possible with them. I can just. If I can be at a workshop somewhere, I can. And make something. I mean, I could thing. ask. Wait, what about a workshop? Okay, just just a new space anywhere. You know, a storage space or something where I could just like put in it in the house, right? Not put... not in the village, right? Right. Well, I feel like it's convenient. That doesn't matter to me. Sure. Uncomfortable noises. <laughs> just some gloom in the house is fine now. Okay. Um. Well, if I have my own gloom to sleep in, then I can just convert that. I would really prefer it if you just don't interact with anyone in the village, honestly. <laughs> That would be great. Oh, oh, okay. Um, Only in the house. Only in the house, really. And, you know, I mean, there will be people at the wedding, but I would be, I would prefer it if none of you talk to them. Like, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, okay. I just don't want them to be mean to you or for anyone to slip up with their wordage on what's been happening the last several days last year. So we all keeping cover story up now? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it still mapped to you. It's only oh, a spell now. Of course it does. I'm, I'm still going to be the protector. Like, I, <laughs> I have a duty gossip. to uphold. I mean, frankly, this gossip in the steep mile doesn't really matter to me right now, which is probably good because it is really, really bad. You're not a leader. You don't have to spend time on politics and be able to have the trust of hundreds of people in a village to direct them to the correct place. I have politicians and people I need to organize and lead. It's a little different than a little bit of gossip in a village where you're just a small part of it. Okay. I suppose. I'm not saying that that's not different, but I do think that it's not something that... Don't think what we have when I don't know. I'm not a politician, you know, I... I... I can deal in a similar kind of things, but but like not that sort of detail. Either way, I'm fine with keeping up this cover story. I just didn't mean to do anything that would make you ashamed of me. What does it have to do with a shame? I just didn't misunderstand, I suppose. Soul just huffs a little bit and then looks at everyone. So, <clears throat> I did want to say something. Lilith? Is she in the room? Steve is sending um, three people this way. She was originally supposed to send some people, but I guess they must have gotten lost on the way. So I just wanted to let you know that three more people are coming to watch over you and make sure you're safe. It's very kind of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, sorry the first three didn't appear, by the way. It's okay. Is she crying again? No. She's just sad. Oh, okay. She just sounds fucking sad all the She's time. She's just sad all the time. <laughs> well, this is all great, but... We should probably get... I was just going to high-five you, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> we should probably get headed to the circle. What's happening? What we're, circle? We're going to the ley line. Yeah. I can take you guys to my home. You're... Uh, we've already talked to Colin about it. We wouldn't want to miss it, the arrangement we made with him. Because, you know, how PGD he gets. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> Why did you we contact him? 
as you are unconscious. You didn't know what to do. And I haven't been able to use my gizmo because you've got that rock. And then, you know, lots of other powers. Also, I assume you don't want to show up at your house unable to walk. Like, or with your head exploded. What? I mean... Who knows? I mean, who said I wouldn't be able to walk? I had rest. I feel great. I feel good. I feel normal. I mean, this should be a bit easier on you, though. Shouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I just don't like dealing with him anymore. Didn't you invite him to your wedding? Yeah, I did. That was before he started treating me like I was mean. (laughs) 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 Okay, let's go. Uh, Lilith, thank you for taking care of the castle while we were gone. I hope stay safe. And and like I said, three people coming soon. They'll be here to protect you. Don't worry about it. I'll do my best. Thank you for letting me stay here. Of course. We'll be back soon, my son. Goodbye, my sweet. And she's gonna give you a hug. A hug or that. But anyway, let's say though. We have to go. Bye. So a lot of you gather your things and leave Fushdorf Castle, heading to the south to get to the Great Vale Forest to eventually reach the Druid Circle. It takes the better part of the day. You arrive there at last light. Whew. Long day. I am so excited for you guys for the wedding. Why is that? Because you're you're like my family. It's just nice to be able to have my family at my wedding, you know? I didn't get to have you guys there the first time I got married. Is, is that important? To me. Alright. That's it. That's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Alright. Well, in that case, as you guys approach the Druid Circle in the Great Vale, your presence seems to activate it, and there is a swirl of air as the Trilithian Gate activates and a couple of druids appear in the center of it. And any of them are Corona? One of them is Corona. There's a few others that are with him that are sort of, you know, basically covering the area to make sure it's safe. But he's going to, you know, approach all of you and say, well... Levette's slightly agitated at the sight of him. Corona. Hello, everyone. Are you all ready? Yes. I guess. See, I'm I'm gonna guess he knows the news. I I figure you guys told him while I was sleeping. Yeah, we we told him. Okay, cool, 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 cool. You've all done very well. I just want you to know that. Mm-hmm. That's yes. never okay. an easy task, but just know that you've you've brought the world one step closer to being safe. Soul looks down Let's at go. the ground. Yeah, well, that's going to try really hard not to glare at that statement. Well, let's not take more time than need be. Of course. Yep. I have a way to get us there, but it will be uh, short-term travel, so be, be sure to move through this. The gate will only stay open for about a minute, all right? Oh, okay. Let's go. He walks over to a large tree, and he lays a hand on it, and he goes into deep concentration. A moment later, the tree sort of changes shape slightly, and an arch sort of appears in it, almost like a doorway in the tree. He says, this will link where you need to go. Hurry. Cool. Soul starts jogging through it, I guess. All right. Mary goes through it. Zorp, 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 zorp. Yup. You all, you all jump through this, this uh, portal within a tree. And the next thing you notice is you have appeared in a beautiful garden. Uh, Before you, you see a fountain, a gazebo, a hedge maze, and beyond it, if you look further, uh, beyond the gazebo is a massive house that you've seen before. You're in the gardens. Hmm. Welcome home, everyone. The tree you've stepped out of is covered in purple blossoms. I didn't know he could do that. And then, as soon as the last of you has stepped through, the archway disappears. Good to know he can just come here. That's scary. 
Anyways, we're home. We are here. <laughs> oh, Soul starts attempts to skip towards the doors to the foyer. You successfully skip. <laughs> cool. I'm not sure what I can and can't do. Bear <laughs> <laughs> fouls. All right. So you all have arrived back at Presidium, and the wedding is not for a few more days. So, is there anything that you would like to do between the fifteenth and the twentieth? Mm-hmm. Um, Petravian doesn't have anything to wear, but then again, he wasn't necessarily invited. And yet, he stepped through that portal <laughs> like right? a champ. <laughs> hey, he's not—he's just going to the house. He hasn't been invited to the wedding. See, Vera's going to just be in a constant state of worry and just unpleasant feelings, as usual. Mm-hmm. As usual, well, that. Yeah, so I want to find out if anyone can do me some custom tailoring, get Archie something for the wedding. The serving staff at the mansion, manor house, they are able to help you out with that. So they can they can put some things together for you in short order if they need to. Well, that's what, uh, how much do you cost me? How much do you want? They look at you like you're speaking a weird language that they don't understand. I rub my fingers together. Just, like, look at them like they're crazy back and forth. I imagine it's, like, at least a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a couple of the serving staff. Are you sure you... We, if, well, if I can provide any resources or help, just let me know, I guess. Do you have any rare silks or fine linens on you? No, but I have a... a this, I don't see a, a sewing machine in here. I could build you one of those. Machine? Yes. Do we not have fingers? They hold their hands out to you to show that they have fingers. So you build the machine with an operator. It still requires manual operation, but it is much faster. They walk away. <laughs> I warned you. I know. I saw that. I, I knew exactly how that conversation was going to go, but it's how Levat would do it. <laughs> I had to be that character. <laughs> I was like, they're going to be like, hey, we can do this, no problem. And she's going to be like, what the fuck is, are these Neanderthals doing? Trying to sew things without a sewing machine. That sounds like so slow. Well, honestly, like, I'm sure they also mostly hand. do a lot of magic as well. Yeah, yeah, well, that's not what gnomes would fucking do, I'd imagine. they just build a sewing machine. So, they will put together the clothes that you've requested over the next few days. Anyone mm-hmm. else? Petravian's going to, uh, I guess it would be Call Mount to get a chisel out of, it, out of his, out of the stone. Are you doing this okay. in the house? No, in the garden, I guess it would be you out there. You need back. to verify this. I, I said we were going inside, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is out back been there in the house but like out back behind the house mm-hmm. and let him out so that he's not he really doesn't like being a little stone figure so he's uh gonna let chisel wander around okay chisel wanders around the garden and starts eating flowers i guess Petravian's gonna take off his armor and just start doing maintenance and buffing it making it look nice because I mean, he's uh, we're now having some downtime okay so chisel will just kind of chill out and start munching on the flowers around the hedge maze. Uh, the rest of the party's already gone inside, so no no one tells Chisel not to do that. Okay, anyone else? Is this over the course of the days? Is that what's happening, or just now? Just now. So I was wondering over the course of the next few days if anyone has any specifics they want to get accomplished before the wedding. I've got a couple of conversations that I need to do, but I want to make sure everyone takes care of their things first. Okay. So Vera is, during these couple of days, is going to ask, go to Seoul and ask, is there anything that you need me to do for... The wedding? I don't know what your customs are or anything. Well, I wouldn't ask you to wear a dress. You seem to hate that kind of thing. It doesn't really 
Seem like it would work. But your armor's a bit husky looking. <laughs> I can remove that and like very slowly like peel like the front part of the hive and it's just like this golden shimmering armor. And there's like one two other things. What? Well, if it doesn't make you too uncomfortable, I would appreciate it if you kept your hood down during the ceremony at least. Yes. Eh, very well kind of fidget. Is that what you is that important to you at all? I mean you're still a half-elf, and I think people appreciate seeing that. And I want to prove to my village that that sort of diversity is healthy in a quiet way by saying I would welcome anyone to my wedding like you. So Vera will like just kind of fidget a bit more and just say, If it's important, I'll, I can do that. And while we're on the topic of the hood being down, your hair? What's wrong with my hair? As a, like, <laughs> some insect crawls through it, maybe three of them. <laughs> Maybe it's gotten a little shaggy since we've known each other. Maybe it's time for a haircut. Hmm? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be the one cutting it though. Just so you know. Well, obviously. I mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it, it could be trimmed up. I have just the people for you. And Soul just claps and waits for someone. A couple of servants swarm over and ask what they can help you with. So, I was hoping that maybe one or two of you could help trim up Vera's hair a little, make it look nice for the wedding. Everyone mind? Is is that all we're allowed to change? What do you mean? <laughs> Soul looks well, at Vera. What, what else could, could we you also, change? Could we also find her some better clothing or and perhaps a deep scrub? Uh, maybe I can... work on her nails? <laughs> no, did... Really? Is that necessary? They just want you to look nice, but she does not need to wear a different outfit. She she has something for the occasion, I promise. I can bathe myself, thank you very much. Let them do your nails, sweetheart. <laughs> They're fine. There's like basic, just nothing. There's, There's dirt, just dirt everywhere. Please. As long as fine. it's not your outfit, just take their recommendations, okay? Okay. Okay, you hear that, right, guys? They both nod, and they, they kind of lead Vera off. For one of the spa rooms. <sighs> Alright, time to go to talk to mom at some point. I'm gonna assume this is pretty early on when they visit their mom and grow. Yeah. So they're gonna go to their mom first. Okay. Hey mom, I'm home. I assume she's in the same fireplace lounge room that she normally is. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I mean she's gotten better. Okay, good. It's pretty late at night, or at least it's after sunset, and she's actually, like, she's She's sitting in a comfortable-looking chair, holding a book, but her eyes are closed. Knock, knock. Her eyes flutter open. Juliana. Hey, Mom. You're back. I am. I promised I would be. Of course. I... I'm glad to see you back. I'm glad to see you, too. Are you feeling better? Yes. Uh, it's been more difficult recently. How so? It's hard to say. Is this about the whole, I get to learn after the fact kind of thing? Afraid somewhat, yes. I get it. It's I've okay. just been... More fatigued lately than normal. Alright. Well, that's okay. Obviously, we're gonna get you some R&R soon. <laughs> Look forward to it. Good. Is everything alright? Yeah, I just wanted to let you know that I'm home, and my friends are with me. They, I, of course, invited them to the wedding. Of course. It's your right to do so. And that's it. I just wanted to make sure you knew I was home. Welcome home. Thanks, Mom. So we'll she... go over and give her a hug. Yeah, she she stands up to give you a hug. 
I missed you. I missed you too. Alright, I'm gonna go tell Girl I'm back. Um, is is Daddy back at all? Like, I mean, I'm gonna assume he's gonna be here for my wedding, but... Of course. <laughs> okay, I didn't he's, know. He's taken the entire month off of his normal duties. He's here. How sweet. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll see him first before Girl. <laughs> She gives you a smile. And maybe you should go meditate in your room, Mom. I suppose so. <laughs> she puts the book away and we'll leave the room with you. And then, you know, turn down the hallway toward her bedroom. I'm gonna go to... Th- well, actually, I can just follow my string and figure out where my dad is. But I assume it's gonna be the library. Mm-hmm. I was right. You head to the library and you see your father is sitting at a table with a bunch of books stacked around him as he's flipping through a few copies at the same time. Good book? A few of them. Hello. Hey, Daddy. Back. He closes both books, gets up, and gives you a big hug. Oh, I squeeze him back, but not too hard. <laughs> I gotta be careful with that shit. <laughs> I'm very proud of you, you know that? You're just saying that because I'm getting married tomorrow. I mean, getting married next week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, but still, it's a big part of your life. I think you'll like it. At least I hope you will. I think I will. Though I don't know if... <laughs> Daddy. What? I mean, I don't think you'd really know best in this situation, though. I suppose that's a question for your mother. Uh, ooh. Ooh. No. 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 Not gonna... Not gonna open that door. Soul just flicks him lightly with a finger. <laughs> it's, it's her time to rest anyways. Why would I bother her with stuff like that? Of course. She'll probably travel the world for a little while, right? Probably. That's what she's told me, at least. I hope she enjoys it. Yeah. She was never one much for traveling, anyway. Even before she took the protectorship from her mother. I wonder if my grandma liked traveling. I never knew her in her youth, but I do know that she did tour the world after she passed on the the protectorship to your mother. Yeah. Everyone just kind of leaves, it seems. It's weird. I suppose it's the byproduct of being cooped up in one place for a while, right? Yeah... I'll say. But I think I'm ready for some retirement in the meantime at this point. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> Pretty sure Gro's gonna be super happy to hear it, too. I imagine so. Well, I think the two of you are going to be very happy together. And I know. I know we will. He loves me endlessly. I believe that. But I do know that your heart doesn't work quite the same. So, how, how are you doing otherwise? I'm good. I have two lovely partners, uh, not including Gro. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's name is Siva. She's she's going to be at the wedding, um, and she's she's like fire, and she's so fun and courageous and mischievous. She's so fun to be around. And then there's I'm forward to meeting her. I'm pretty sure she'll like meeting you. I think she'll have fun. Well, she doesn't really like men though. Huh. <laughs> Anyways. And then there's Alec, and he's so much nicer than what I thought he was when I first met him. And mm-hmm. it's always fun being with him and kind of competing with him and kind of egging each other on to be better, in a way. Hmm. It's fun. It's really fun being around him. It sounds like you have some good, healthy relationships, then. Yeah, I think so. I think they love me very much, and I love them. Good. But just wanted to let you know I was home. He's going to give you another hug. I love you, Daddy. I love you, too. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm glad I am, too. I'm, I'm really glad I'm here, actually. <laughs> Is that weird? 
Oh, it sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Not at all. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go turn in for the night and tell girl I'm home and stuff. Cool. I'm, I'm gonna course. go. We'll, we'll spend more time. <laughs> Don't worry. Okay. Good night, Daddy. Good night. And so we'll skedaddle off to grow. Alright, you skedaddle off to the, the to Grow's wing of the house, and you see that he's gotten two cribs installed. Each one is, like, full of, like, these overstuffed pillows with these fine blankets, and they and these two crystal shards are tucked into them. I love Grow now. He's, he's a good dad! He's a good daddy! Wait, now? Okay, <laughs> from where we start... From where we started to where we are now, yeah, he's a <laughs> how I felt about him. Oh, he's adorable. Obviously, he's adorable. What about mid-range grow? Like that—that that took you a long time to like him. <laughs> Three doesn't trust didn't trust him at all until just now. Wow. Mm-hmm. He showed his good. De- Did Marcus ever trust no. him? No. <laughs> 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 no. No, he didn't. Oh, that's so funny. He's showing his good. Okay. Me, player, love him to death, showing his good daddy skills. He's trying, and it's so adorable. So, as you walk into the room, you see that he's gotten the shards tucked in little cribs, and he sees you. He's going to rush over, give you a hug, and then he's going to turn back to the to the shards, and he's going to say, I, I'm not sure if they if they eat, or if they need to be kept warm, or, or what. Do you, I'm a bit out of my depth here. I could ask someone for some help. Any kind of reference would be great. Sure. To be honest. Do you mind if I meditate on the bed for a quick minute? Oh, right now. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah, I can ask right now. Just, just give me a minute. Yeah. Okay. And so we'll go and sit crisscross applesauce on the bed mm-hmm. and concentrate, and they will connect their mind to Isha. Okay. One moment. Okay. Uh, secret room. <laughs> yeah. All right. You connect your mind to Ish. Yes, Soul. Hi. How are you doing? I assume you probably aren't aren't doing very good, actually. It's never pleasant when these things happen. It wasn't really pleasant being a part of, but... I understand, and I thank you for your hard work. Of course. Thank you for your help earlier. I don't know what to do for them, though. There's not exactly books on how to take care of crystal babies. They're more resilient than you think. Do I feed them, though? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. They will grow in their own time, and in a way, they will become. And then I think that you'll understand what to do. Okay. I guess you know what's best. Think of them as being in stasis. Because it's too early? Yes. Okay. It's far too early for them. But they'll, they'll wake up soon enough. Okay, good. Thank you. There is one other thing I have a curiosity of. Maybe two. So so a friend of mine that I cared about was kind of chomped up by Glarv. And then we killed Glarv. And then he wasn't there. That would complicate things. How do we get him back? Glarv's hunger was insatiable. Because his stomach was essentially a gateway to the astral plane. Okay. How do I get him out of it? That will be... That will be difficult, but not impossible. You'll need to find a way to the astral plane yourself. And then... Search. Alright, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Did Glarf break me? Am I 
Am I broken now? I can't do stuff without hurting. You've been damaged. That's true. I can see the cracks all throughout you. Some of them will heal in time. Others won't. I can do what I can to help. If it's time, then it's fine. I'll just... I'll just be a little useless, I guess. You are far from useless, so... You're too nice to me. Perhaps. Okay, that was a little scary. <laughs> Sorry. But it is appreciated. I want you to know that. Of course. So... <laughs> Anyways, I gotta go get ready for a wedding, I guess. Thank you Enjoy. for your help. Isha's voice disappears from your mouth. Okay. Soul comes out of their trance and just looks up up grow. They don't need to eat. Oh, oh, alright. They just, they're in stasis right now, so they just kind of need to exist and, and grow in their own way. Uh-huh. Well, uh, guess that means they're going to be pretty easy to take care of. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he looks a little bit less frazzled. I think what you're doing is just perfect. Though I do think we should probably hold them from time to time, you know, make sure they're not alone, because I don't want them to be scared. He looks at you and looks at them. Do you want to hold them with me? Sure. So he'll go in and very carefully get the two of them, and then he'll end up sitting on his bed, holding one, and he'll have you hold the other one. <laughs> it was it was really scary, actually, when Glorv like, and then they just, and they just popped out of me. It was weird. Wow. I can't even begin to imagine what that must have been like. Painful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. They're here now, and and we're here together, and we're holding them. It's perfect. You're gonna make an awesome parent. You know that. I hope so. I'm really nervous. I don't want to mess this up like my parents. Don't tell them that. <laughs> Secret safe with me. Thank you. So, the two of you spend the evening holding your kids. Yep. And That's the it. rest of you do your thing things. So, you hear down the hall just someone scream like muffled. It's already clean. Ow! Stop! Why are you pushing back the skin on my nails? <laughs> my work here is done. <laughs> are they gonna right. bathe her? Yeah. Oh well, shit! She yeah. she said she could bathe herself, but <laughs> they're, they're not really gonna take no for an answer. Though. They're not gonna be touching. I don't know. Do they have a strength of eighteen? <laughs> well, first boon out of the room. Oh, well, once again, Vera is clean. Yeah. She just smells bad mm -hmm. because insects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, anything else? If no one else has anything, I can. I've got a couple things I want to build. I want to mess. If I'm going to link you one of them, uh, because it's a wedding gift. Okay. So put something up for that. I, I wanted some more personal, but since I can only make stuff that I can cast spells for, I guess this is really all I can do. And then I also have one that I want to talk to Vera about at some point. Uh, so if she's, like, about the place, I'll try and find her. I mean, you could probably follow her protest and screams. It well, I'm not, not going to find her while she's bathing. <laughs> find her at a time when she's not being harassed by the, the people. And there's definitely, you know... <laughs> There's definitely a little bit of, of, like, I'm glad I'm not the only one they were fucking harassed now. <laughs> feeling for that. So she's just gonna let that happen. <laughs> Be like, alright, now you know how it feels a little bit. Uh, but at some other point, like, I don't know where, where Vera would be, though. If she'll be about at all. Or if she's just gonna be cooped up. Vera's probably cooped up most of the time around here. Do we, do we know where each other's staying? Probably. I assume so. Oh, I'll just knock yeah, on the door. They've given you guys guest quarters that are all adjacent. 
Alright, well, let me knock on our door. Open it up. Oh, love it. Hi. Uh, hi. So, I was working on uh, something for Sony uh, and Glow, and uh, I just got some idle thoughts where I had the idea in my head. I thought of a, a way to upgrade the little beehive thing I built for you. Uh, so, if we were in some sort of situation where you felt like it might be necessary, we could deploy it and the, the bees would take care of it, they would, they would protect our nest. It would um, pretty aggressively, I think. I'm not going to agitate them, but it would also it would attract more of them. So I mean, house if more. I throw it, won't that agitate them? I would, yes, but you could leave this in a place and then if somebody passed by it, it would, it would make a trap. Really? Yes. What do you have in mind? So, I'll go over the schematics. Um, I want to build a wasp of nest swarming. If you have the spell insect plague, you can help me build it. Otherwise, I won't be able to do that. I don't have it equipped. Oh, wait. Uh, I don't think you have to, because it's multiple days. You could just do it on a day. You could just prepare it on some day. Obviously, I figured that rather than a fragile paper replica, this is the same mechanical one, and it just has a mode you can activate where it goes into, like, alert, and then it will deploy them if it, someone comes by. Yeah, that sounds... Like something that would be beneficial to us. Yeah, I thought so. And if not, it's got more storage space for them to leave. So, Vera will memorize that spell for two days. Like, just uh, so we can make that. Okay. Alright, in that case, Levette, go ahead and deduct 1,125 gold to produce the one item you want to make. And deduct mm -hmm. 500 gold to produce the other item. Yeah. So, the day before the wedding, there is a knock at Sol's door. Hello? Sol will open it. You see Karis standing there looking nervous. Um, hey. Hey, I, um, is everything okay? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I just, I had a question. Um, is this about Burr? Actually, no. Oh. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I'm, we're going to, we're going to get him back. Yeah, we just gotta go to the astral yet. plane and find him. Oh, okay. It, it sounds like you already have a plan. Yeah. She's gonna give you a hug. I'll hug her right back. Um, no, I, I was actually gonna ask you about... Tomorrow, uh, I know that I've, n I've never been to a, a wedding, and they are supposed to be, you know, these nice, joyous, happy times, and I know that you're not supposed to wear black <laughs> to a wedding. Not, not normally, no. I don't really own a whole lot other than that. Do you think that I could borrow some of your clothing? Yeah, yeah, I do. Come in, come in, come in, okay, come here. <laughs> okay. So the two of you play dress-up doll, and... Uh, and whatever doesn't fit right on Karis can easily be tailored, because it already exists. Oh, for sure. Exactly. So, alrighty, guys. Here we go. Are you alright? Alright. Are you all ready? I'm just... I'm, I'm just throwing my money. Okay, here we go. I'm going to jump time to the 20th of March. Your 762 of the Third Era is the Equinox, and the final day of the campaign. <laughs> okay. Everyone gets nervous on their wedding day. <laughs> not helping. Okay. <laughs> so I've been told, at least. The past few days have all been pretty normal for everybody. The the servant staff at this place has taken care of all of you to an incredible degree. Harassment. You're all relaxed, except for probably Vera, who's mostly annoyed <laughs> at these people. <laughs> they won't leave uh, her alone. They won't. Like, you haven't bathed for one night. Like, I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow, you need to do it every day. You don't have that much time to do it every day. You do when you're here. Now get in the bath. <laughs> that was me pretending to be a servant. You're welcome. 
Alright, so the day of the wedding is a bit different than the previous days. There's a lot of formality in the air. There's people, the servants have moved things out into the garden to prepare, and Sol has been kept in their room, sequestered from everyone else. <laughs> even girl? Um, yes, yeah. even girl. People are being kept apart from each other for traditional reasons, and the guests of the wedding are being ushered out into the garden. Gathered in the family garden, you can see arrayed before you all the opulence and power of the Polyhymnia family. The weather is perfect. The day is warm, and fluffy clouds are scattered across the sky, gently floating in the breeze. The greens of the forest stretch in all directions, making a backdrop for the wild array of colors within the garden, and the bright and fancy clothing of the guests in attendance. Among them, you can see the ancient druid Corona, sharing a drink with a certain Serpente's witch, a halfling is dressed head to toe in a formal gold suit, telling a joke to a regally dressed woman wearing a full veil obscuring her face. Yet under it, you can see a dark shadowy shaped dog perched on her shoulder. <laughs> the guests mill about, enjoying drinks and fine foods set up on tables around the gazebo. Younger guests are already occupying themselves in the hedge maze, laughing and playing. Sitting in a large blooming tree is a well-dressed man, leaning back, taking in the whole view, while sipping something from a flask. Nearby, a stunning olive-skinned woman samples sweets from a table by one of the flower beds. A nervous man in fine clothes that he doesn't quite look comfortable in is attempting to make conversation, but appears to be trying to escape another gentleman who, seem, who just seems to keep talking no matter what. And on the far side of the reception stands a solitary centaur, rapidly scribbling down notes in an oversized book with an enormous smile on her face. <laughs> I'm so happy Zell and Matilda are chilling right now with each other, though. Real Zell. That makes me so happy. Oh, that's who that is. Yeah, Zell is <laughs> the halfling in all gold. <laughs> I was like, a halfling? It took me a second, but I, yeah. As much as, like, Matilda's cool, I didn't expect that she would actually make the time. I was just like, yeah, Zell's in his halfling form, yay. <laughs> I don't... I think one of them was Detlov, the one who was talking, so I assume the other person was the Telic boy that he was talking to. What, am I right? <laughs> Sammy Telic, yeah, Telic boy. A hush falls over the assembled crowd, but not because they chose to stop speaking. It appears a partial silent spell has been cast over the area, and onto the gazebo <laughs> strides a man who oozes confidence from his feathered hat to his curled shoes. Uh. Someone told me there was a wedding today. God damn it, man. <laughs> the unmistakable voice of the high priest of Symphonia cuts across the garden <laughs> as he lets out a jaunty laugh and produces a lute, strumming it lightly as he speaks. Where is that lucky couple anyway? Uh. Upon reaching the gazebo, he sees Grow and Soul. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to interject and push out a couple of images. <gasps> so, sitting up in the tree, sipping from a flask, is this gentleman. Also, Vera says, who invited Biff? But since she's silent, nothing comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's partially silent. It's like a half-silent spell, so it just kind of comes out as a whisper no matter how hard you say it. All right, we got the man in the tree. All right. That would be our lovely so, Alec. Underneath... The gazebo, standing next to Soul, is this happy-looking gentleman. All right. Aww. So I'm going to keep pushing the next one. So, arrayed with the rest of the guests is this young lady. So, up in the tree sits Alec, 
wearing his typical finery of black with red. He's wearing fi- fancy gauntlets that have rubies embedded into them. And uh, his jacket is black with gold trim. <gasps> his hair is perfect. Oh, Karis! Oh, the- Gro-, Gro stands under the gazebo wearing his finest cloak with a fur collar. Siva is eating chocolates, and she's wearing her normal dress, which is in itself, you know, one of the more formal and fine dresses you've ever seen in your lives anyway. And most strange, though, is what Karis is wearing. She appears to be wearing a modified dress that is soles. So it's probably the first time you've seen her wear something that wasn't black and white. Cool. Just all black. She's damn precious. <laughs> this is so cute. Can you push Bear as well? <gasps> yes. So the other things you see are these two uh, standing next to Grow under the gazebo, and also standing out in the audience or in, in, the, in the guest area are these two people: are Soul and Vera. Kenny, would you like to describe these when they appear? I would love to describe both. Well, actually, I think. So, Holy shit. what you see under the gazebo is Sol in their wedding dress. It seems they've taken the time to transform themselves so that both their eyes are the correct teal color. They have a large fishtail braid going down the front of them that ends in a knot that their teal feather is hanging off of. They are wearing gold bracelets and a gold choker of sorts. They're wedding dress is a sweetheart neckline with draped sleeves that go off to the side. There's a magenta belt that holds it around their waist, and it goes down in a flourish mermaid style outwards at bottom for the wedding dress. And the sleeves, the end of the dress, and the neckline all have an ombre effect to magenta, which also has gold leaves that are embroidered into it. And attached to the back of the dress is this long, lacy cape that has gorgeous embroidery throughout it that trails behind them in a train. Are you sure you don't want yeah. to describe it? And, and for Vera, Vera, obviously, her armor has been freshly peeled of the bee and wasp husk. So it's this brilliant amber, golden color. And her hair has been trimmed back so that the top is long and goes over face but on the sides it has been basically cut to like as much as it could until it'd be gone and you can see her uh, tail braid as well and it also you can far more easily see the anti-tan line that (laughs) goes up from above like the bridge of her nose so it's just no tan on her ears and like above her eyes and that i was about to ask I'm like, is that from the yep. hood? I'm like, oh. Yep. <laughs> we were talking about the character color things, and I was like, man, Vera would look so cool in, like, well, black and yellow, like, bee colors. I was going to tell you, I was like, bro, just wait till I know. tomorrow, and I was like, man. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm sure they were, but when I saw this shit, I was like, oh, also, nice. Also, you can see the honeycombs on, like, the waist of Vera. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, they're aw- the whole thing is awesome. She looks kind of like Scorpion. Yeah. But- <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I figured that was probably a bonus. I do love for the you. Uh, the honeycomb accent, but on uh, right under that index, where the index finger is, I love that. It's perfect. 
So each, just, just for my little spice to give you all, each background are portions of the garden oh, for each pretty. of these portraits. Oh. So Siva has the flowering tree, Bear is next to the maze, Karis is near the fountain, Gro and Alec have different scenes, Gro's in the gazebo, and Alec is outside of the gazebo. Also, I guess I should also, just as a reminder, because I put my old leather armor and the cloth into the Mulifer's honey. Mm-hmm. And the cloth portion turned like a dark ashen black gray color, so that's why it's no longer green; it's now an ashen mm. kind of gray black. Neat. All right. I spent a lot of time on so, <laughs> these. Are Good gorgeous. Job. Did a great job. All right. So upon reaching the gazebo, Biff looks at the two standing there and starts to speak. Uh, I think there must be some kind of mistake. These two are already. And uh-huh. he gets, gives him a look. A, he gets a subtle jab in the ribs from Gro. <laughs> nice. He then uh, looks at the two of you, gives Sol a wink, and then continues, Already so in love. They can hardly need all of this to formalize it, right? <laughs> he strums his lute and takes his place among the guests. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, imagining Bruce Campbell every time does make it a hundred times better, though. Arriving in full formal regalia walks Solicity. She is every bit the figure of power you know her to be. She almost appears to be glowing with energy, and with utmost ease gathers the attention of all guests and begins the ceremony. We are gathered here to join these two in a partnership, to carry on the most sacred tradition of this village, to be bound together forevermore, and to create the next generation of guardians of all that we know. It is a commitment that I am proud of you both for taking, and I am overjoyed to see the two of you truly happy together. I know your time together will be bliss. She continues with a formal ceremony, weaving prayer and magic together as the two of them hold hands, Grow and Soul. Uh, the two of them hold hands as dancing lights spin around. Grow stares deeply into Soul's eyes, a contented smile across his face. The edges of his eyes are already gathering tears of joy. Solicity continues. And if anyone wishes these two not to be joined for eternity, then you may now let your voice be known. (laughs) Then under the lights of this day, and by the traditions and customs of our people, I pronounce you partners from this day until the end of time. Gro looks into Sol's eyes with such pure joy that you think he may explode. (laughs) He steps forward and kisses Sol before the assembled crowd who applaud and cheer for the two of them. I did it. <laughs> it's finally happened. Yay! Yes! Sol so, just raises their arms in victory while being kissed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Lar. So, after the ceremony is finished, music plays, and the guests are invited to stay for the reception. <sighs> what do you all want to do? I have ghosts. Stay. Well, I'm. I mean, it's usually expected when you get married to go around and visit all your guests one by one. Well, sure. Uh, but I'm gonna wait for you guys first and see what you guys want to do. I don't know. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. Isn't there supposed to be like a ritual or something. Oh, that happens later. Don't worry about it. This is the party now. Okay. What? Uh, I'll just um... go enjoy. Say hi to people. Look, Matilda's here, and so is so. Zell's here? Oh, yeah, here! And Sol will grab Vera's arm and drag her over to Zell. Hello, Zell. Ah, hello, Sol. 
It's good to see you in this form, but I prefer your other personally. <sighs> I feel like it would take a bit too much of the room up, wouldn't it? And well, this is your big day after all. Okay. I don't want to upstage you. Thank you. <laughs> You're quite welcome. You remember Vera brief... Well, actually, you guys didn't meet. Vera, this ah. is Zelnarivka. He's the golden dragon that me and Marcus met. Really? Yeah. He's... He hides in a halfling form when he's at, like, other things. <laughs> I assure you I'm not hiding. Okay, okay, but you know what I mean. Oh, it's, it's, it's a pleasure a... to meet you, Vera. I... The halfling holds out a little halfling hand at you. Vera will kind of, like, weakly shake it. <laughs> it's not often I get invited to weddings across the continent, but who am I to say no? Thank you again for coming. Ah, well, it's a momentous day, and <laughs> I just want you to know that the two of you... Just look lovely together. Thank you. <laughs> now, this might be meta-talking. Did Marcus tell us that he sent a bottle? I think he just sent a bottle to himself. I don't think he told us. He yeah. didn't tell anybody. Okay. Oh, Never mind. fuck. Oh. That bottle killed 17 people. I, You'll never know. Come on. <laughs> Give me this. <laughs> oh. Well, actually, I guess he... If he received any knew who it was from, he would probably tell us. Yeah, he would probably tell us if he knew. That's true. Oh, well. Huh. So you can he probably, probably didn't get it. it. How many people died? That Seven. one we'll leave, we'll leave up in there. Seven. Seven. Oh. Damn, I got it right. Soul will turn. Is Matilda still with Zell? Uh, Matilda, I mean, was before the wedding. Okay. But yeah, the guests have all sort of shuffled around again, so. All right. I'll Do leave. you want to seek out Matilda? Yeah, I'll go to Matilda next. I'll leave Vera with Zell. Just Have awkwardly. Fun. Yeah. Have fun, you two. Oh, Zell will okay. start to, like, ask you questions about your life and also, like, tell stories about things. Zell's a very charismatic person and a good talker, so. Which is good because there's very little... He loves tea. He's great at tea parties. Okay, bye. There's very little talk coming from Vera in return, but I assume he fills in the blank spaces. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll fill in any gaps, so he will he will keep you occupied for a long time. So you move over and you find Matilda, who is standing at one of the hors d'oeuvre tables, like, and she'll pick up essentially what looks like a little bonbon, and as, by the time she picks it up and moves it to her mouth, uh, it's turned dust. Do you want me to hold it for you and, and feed it to you? <laughs> oh no, they're quite lovely, dear. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you were enjoying yourself. I I don't want you to be disappointed in the party. Oh no, these are quite tasty. I'm glad. Um, are so this is your first marriage? Um... Damn. Soul looks... Matilda dropping the real questions. Soul's looking around nervously and then leans in. Technically, I've already married girl once, but you can't tell my mom. <laughs> oh, scandalous. I know, right? But, yeah, so this is the official official one, though. Viewed in my village. Hmm. Matilda will pick up another bonbon and move it up to the shadowy dog. It also turns to dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, let let the coordinators know if you need anything, okay? And I hope you have fun, okay? Oh, of course, dear. It is a lovely day for this, isn't it? Yeah, like, the weather is amazing. <laughs> well, enjoy your party, dear. Thank you, your highness. What's Petra oh. doing? Oh, speaking mm. of Petra, he should have been provided with something before the wedding from the servants. Oh, right, 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 right. We didn't have a picture for it, though. Sorry. Petravian was given a tuxedo <gasps> that is sleeveless. Yes! 
And for yes. chisel? And for chisel, oh, a massive bow tie. <laughs> yes! Oh. And chisel just kind of stands there with a bow tie on, just slowly chewing a flower. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Perfect. It was a special request from Soul. Oh, he's a dapper boy. Oh. And I guess they'll go over to makes a lot of noise, I suppose. Is Lavette over by her at all? You know what? Probably. I was trying to figure out. I thought maybe Lavette would seek out Karis, but I didn't want to interrupt anything. And because she's like, I don't know most of these people, but I know, I know Karis. I like Karis. I'm a little there. Um, but she'd probably gravitate Karis over to make. Oh, actually, they haven't met. Yeah. I don't want to introduce them. So Karis yeah. is currently getting introduced to Makes a Lot of Noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's of fine. Course. Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, Kelly's. You should. This is the one you need to meet. Oh, uh, who? I, I, by the way, you look beautiful. Sure. I mean, generally speaking, but especially to that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a little bit. This, Who am I meeting? Nothing. Um, her name is Mixeret of Noise. Ooh. I'll call her Maron, but people have been saying that's offensive. What's her name? Well, I, I started to call her Maron, because you know, you get an anagram, but... Uh, People are all getting kind of uppity about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Interesting name for anyone. Who calls someone makes a lot of noise? Centaurs. Oh, that's yeah, the centaur. I should have led with that. Yes. Well, she's a little bit uh, eccentric, but uh, makes learning like we do. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I'll bring her over there. The two of you <laughs> walk over, and you see makes a lot of noise. It's just scribbling notes, looking at other people, scribbling more notes. Looks up. <gasps> Lovette! Ah! <gasps> You remember me? Of course I remember you, silly. She'll run over, like bounds over next to you, and then like leans down and scoops you up. Oh, I will give her a big old hug. She hugs you back. Ah, oh, this is such an interesting thing to to witness. I've never seen like a formal ceremony from two legs before. I didn't think you'd be able to make this. This is great. This is incredible. Mm-hmm. I I was approached oh. by some people. I guess they worked for Soul. What? That sounds kind of real, but okay. And they said I was invited to the wedding, so I said of course I would come. And now I'm here. Wait, listen, when I want you to meet a friend of ours that we met shortly after we met you. Her name is Callis, and she is uh, probably the smartest person I've ever met. Karis looks oddly embarrassed by that. Hi, Karis. I'm makes a lot of noise. Hi, makes a lot of noise. Uh, I'm Karis. <laughs> Oh, um, be careful. She has a condition and you cannot touch her. It's bad for her skin. Oh, okay. Uh, then I won't touch her. Yeah. I just want to worry you before something bad happens. It's very extremely allergic. She blinks a few times. Okay. And the two of them are going to have a, I'm going to say, awkward conversation. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably a terrible idea, IRL, but Lovette wouldn't see why it would be a bad idea at all. She's like, we're all nerds. Yeah. I I assume around this time Soul starts heading their way over to okay. greet. I like how we have three members in this party that were having interact and they're like the most socially awkward people mm. we can have. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, let's bring super awkward people to the wedding. It'll be great. Soul makes their way over to the your group. Hello, Lavette. Could you explain what Lavette's wearing, by the way, for me? Okay, so the dress Lovett's wearing is this long, elegant, multi-layered gown. The top layer is the same sort of blue as her coat normally is. It's made out of this sort of silk-like material, and it's 
V's out from a metallic roach in the center of her chest that has her family crest on it. Down to a trail in the back, underneath the V, there is a white cotton sort of layer, a soft cotton material that has a straight cut just above her ankles. Um, and then she's got a pair of white shiny satin gloves that come up to her forearm in a point, uh, and She's still wearing her gauntlet over the left arm, though, over top the glove. And at the top of the dress, she's got this collar that's like a folded collar, like her first outfit, but it's still the same blue and the same silk material. And she's wearing her red tie underneath that, like normal. And she's also wearing a pair of cute little heels to match the whole ensemble. Figured that Archibald's got a big tuxedo with a top hat. Whenever anyone like glances at Vera. Vera has this look mm-hmm. of like, please help me, get me out of here. <laughs> and no one understands and that. And no look. one understands. Just give me the thumbs up. Is Zulu and Crowbottom here? Kyle. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Well, she's gonna run up and uh give Sol a hug as soon as she sees Sol nearby. Hello Vet, you look lovely today. Oh, thank you. You look beautiful. Yeah, this took some time to transform like this, but I I think I got some good ideas on what I needed to look like. So, you are immediately interrupted by being picked up by a centaur. Oh. Soul! It's Hello? so good to see you again! Hello makes a lot of noise. It's good to see you too. How have you been? I've been okay. Remember Zol did a really good job and fixed most of my hearing. Oh, that's good! You know what yeah. happened soon after? Like... We left. I messed up my eye, too. But it's better now. Well, that's really great. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like you guys have a really interesting story to tell, all all told, right? (laughs) Yeah. Probably. Can I? Can you put me down now? Oh, sure. Thank you. Makes a lot of noise. We'll finish hugging you and and set you back down. (laughs) Yes. I'm sure our story will be a wonderful one to tell eventually. Um, Alright, so I I made something. I, I have a gift for you. I'm not sure when the like, time to give that to you would be, Uncle. Oh, whenever is comfortable. We don't really need gifts, but that's very sweet of you. Oh, I, I'm I'm only. I wish I had more time to give something a little nicer. It's it's uh, probably not my. It's. I, I hope you like it. Um, but I, I can give that to you whenever. I just. It's just whenever you want, Levette. Okay, wait. I got to look at it from my room, so maybe not right okay. now. But I'll probably be going around saying hi to people so don't yeah. worry about it okay we'll talk okay. about it later okay cool and so looks over at karis and holds their arms out for her karis will walk over and give you a hug you look beautiful but i think you were always beautiful my dear oh you and that both are being weird look it's it's fine um i just knew i wasn't supposed to wear something like too dark and depressing Right. Does it fit all right? I know it's not really your style. No, your, your servants did a really great job getting it to fit just right. And and the neck area, is that covered up enough for you? You're not uncomfortable, right? I know no, asking them to fill in the shoulders was a little weird and the looks they gave me. <laughs> it's fine. I, I promise. It's fine. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you, Karis. And hey, you have... you're an aunt now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> suppose so. Probably gonna talk to mom about that later, but you are my family. You understand that, right? You just smile. <laughs> I know. Okay. Alright, I've got a lot of people to talk to apparently, so I'm gonna keep perusing. Do you guys need she... anything of me before I head out? Nope. It was good seeing you again, though. It's good seeing you too. Makes a lot of noise. So, she's going to launch into 
a line of questions to Karis. It's going to keep Karis busy for a while. <laughs> Especially because I imagine Karis will have answers to all of them, and being Karis will be compelled to give the answers, even if she's annoyed by the questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Karis. So, what's the next group closest to us currently? Uh, so, we're, the next closest thing, you're standing by the blooming tree, so you can hear uh, like a voice coming from above you. What does it say? And the voice says, it was a nice ceremony. So I'll look up. Thank you. You see Alex straddling a branch. Are, is climbing trees our thing now? Is that, is that what we do now? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> when you want to get a good vantage point over everything and keep an eye on everyone. And did you? Mm-hmm. That's you good. You some interesting friends. You know, I'm not exactly supposed to climb a tree like this. It's fine. I can climb down. Thank you. He'll drop himself off the branch and land, walk over to you. Thank you for taking a vacation time to come into my wedding. I figure I need to scope the place out and figure out where I want to move in, right? Hmm, makes sense. Which of the villas would be best for me, right? Okay, okay. Any particular (laughs) ones stood out to you? No, not really. It's all kind of the same level of general opulence that I expected. (laughs) Is that an insult? (laughs) Not at all. Okay. You have a very lovely village. Thank and you. Lucky to have you as their protector. I will try my best. Soul hugs him. He'll give you a hug back. You have a lot more people to talk to, I'm sure. Don't I have to? <laughs> I think that's tradition. But uh. It's not my tradition. This is between you and your people. Soul sticks out their tongue playfully, and then he just gives you a smile. They squeeze his shoulder and then head off to the next person. He climbs back up the tree. <laughs> what a weirdo! <laughs> Let's see who would be next from the tree then. So that would put you. Pretty much by the hors d'oeuvre tables again. Yeah. Soul? Is that you, Soul? Soul, like, turned away from whoever the person is, just seeds a little, their face scrunches up, and then they calm down and they put on their best face and turn around. Tet love! You remembered me! Of course I did! Oh, Soul! How did you get an invitation to this? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? An invitation came to the library. It was what? just the librarian of the of 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 the library, and that was me, Detlove. Because it's supposed to be. It was supposed telecoy. to be for the teleboy. <laughs> is is the teleboy at the wedding? I should ask that. <laughs> yeah, you can scan the room and you scan the area, and you do see Sam Telek. Okay, why the fuck is Telek? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam Telek is here uh, as well. well. Well, I gotta say that was just. Huh, it must have been maybe the. The best wedding ceremony I've ever seen. What? How many wedding ceremonies have you been to? Oh, let's see. Um, there was my aunt's. I went to that one once. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, a cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, a different cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, my niece. She uh, got married recently. I mean, that's more weddings than let's, I've been to. I get, let's I get see. it. Yeah, no, uh, you're fine. There was one of my friends got married. And then his brother got married, and I went to that yeah. one, too. Yeah. Well, gosh, wow. I guess I've been to a lot of weddings, and you yep. think about it. Yep. <laughs> wow. I must say, though, none of them had a wedding quite like this before. Well, you have a hedge maze. Yeah, why don't you go explore it? Oh, it's really that... fun. <laughs> it's really fun. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You should. But I these think... hors d'oeuvres are really good, too. And the wine you have out... It's so tasty. Wow, just enjoy yourself. I really... And I was 
Normally I wouldn't partake so much, but I thought to myself, you know, Detlef, what are you going to do? How many times are you at such a nice place that has so many wonderful hors d'oeuvres? So I decided to just, you know, cut loose. Mm-hmm. When's, when's the next time you're going to be at a wedding? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've only been to a million. Wow. Well, you know, don't don't fill up too much or else you might burst. <laughs> that would be unfortunate, just... wouldn't it? I could just burst from joy from all the, the happy people around here, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. That and sounds... you just look so beautiful in that dress. I don't really like the word beautiful, but thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, you know, you, could, you don't know. It's fine. This is a traditional thing. Anyways, oh. why don't you... And so just starts walking away. <laughs> well, all right. It was good seeing you. Mm-hmm, bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Goes over to whoever's the next, massaging their temples. You see Samuel Tellick. Oh, hey Sam. Oh, hi Soul. <laughs> hey. This uh, this is some place you've got here. I've gotta yeah. say. Yeah. Remember when I kind of alluded to knowing noble stuff? Yeah, I kind of pieced that together. Yeah. Well. But ta-da! Now you know. Hmm. I do. It's, how's uh... how's everything going for you? By the way, did your Villa get made yet, or...? Yeah, it did, actually. Uh, it, it's going really well. I, I've got a couple of different projects in the works, and the people that I've been, I guess, made responsible of... I, I don't like to say rule, I, I just... It doesn't sound right, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, those... They seem really... They're like, they're like good people, and I... They seem to be happy, I think. That's good. I'm just trying to do my best, I guess. That's what any of us can do. And the fact that you're trying is the most important part, Sam. They they deserve the best they can get. They're they're good folks. Hey, who knows? Maybe I'll be asking you for some pointers eventually. <laughs> Unlikely. It seems like you and your folks have this whole thing kind of figured out at this point. It's and been I, several generations. <laughs> I just want you to know that none of this at all would have ever been possible if it weren't for you and your friends. I, I owe you all so much. Make sure to thank them, too. Of course. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you, Sam. Enjoy the party, okay? Already am. <laughs> Good. And so we'll wave and head off to the next person. It's the child you gave the 100 gold to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, seriously, who's giving out these invitations? <laughs> I am curious, because I didn't I didn't invite Makes a Lot of Noise. I didn't invite Detlove, obviously, or the Talek boy. I definitely I think, invited Zell and I Matilda, think you invited though. the Talek boy. Did I? Oh, okay. It must have been a really long time ago, then. You did. You invented the film. Okay, okay. Right. So as you move away from Samuel Tellick, uh, you hear a voice call out, Hey there, love. I turn to see Siva. Yeah. Hello there, my fiery beauty. Well, hello there. You look radiant as always. Please. Look, that was really impressive. All of this is really impressive, actually. Yeah. It's the not books are too much, really is loaded. it? I mean, I don't believe in that concept so no i don't think so okay (laughs) and like i said before it seems like there's an open door policy for me here so of course it seems like they're gonna have trouble keeping me away she flashes a smile at you i'm in charge after today so it would be weird for me to that was your point (laughs) yep remember those times where you like made me really flustered and stuff yeah that's still happening (laughs) (laughs) good to know (laughs) <laughs> but even after everything, I can still get you flustered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you keep being adorable, I guess. 
she will hold up, like, she gives you a little salute with the glass of wine that she's holding. <laughs> Soul just hugs her. <laughs> and don't worry, if you uh, spill the wine, it won't actually stain the dress. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you have a lot more business to attend to. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll, don't worry. We'll have fun later, okay? Of course. Cool. Okay, have fun. Enjoy the grounds. <laughs> she gives you a wink. So we'll head off to the next person. All right. Uh, there's only two other guests that you haven't spoken with, and they're actually talking to each other right now. Okay. It is a Serpentes and a Druid. Hildy and Corona. That is keeping far away from that fucking table. <laughs> I, I actually thought that when that movement was around, as soon as she sees that table, she's definitely moving around the place so as to create a, as wide a berth from that table as possible. It's one person who she does not want to talk to, and one person she's confident does not want to talk to her. Hildy! Corona. Corona will just like give you a, a nice, like a, like a solemn nod, and so. Hildy will be will, will be much more boisterous. <laughs> oh, sugar, you come here, and okay. she's gonna come up and give you a forearm hug. I'll hug her right back. Oh, I missed you. How are you doing? Uh, some days are harder than others, but you know you can always contact me. I'm not here to trouble you. Doesn't I just trouble want, me. I want you to know that that was one of the most beautiful ceremonies I ever seen. Yeah, everyone's been saying that. It's weird. <laughs> well, not every day you get invited to such a nice shindig. <laughs> well, I hope I pleased everyone with my presence, showmanship, or whatever. <laughs> of course. I'm glad it's better. Yeah, it's uh, it's still hard. Sometimes. I think it might always be. She nods. Yeah, I, I think so too. Soul just squeezes her. But you look amazing as always, Hildy. Oh, you. Yes, me. Look, you, um, you got a, a long laugh ahead of you. I know it's going to be great. Thank you. And you're always welcome to visit. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you keep a watchful eye here and there. From time to time. <laughs> I must say, sometimes the years seem to get away from me, and, well, that's sometimes a problem for some folk, but imagine for you it won't be that big of an issue. No, we'll be in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment where on Soul's face they realize they're talking near Corona and they just slowly <laughs> look at him. Hello, Soul. Hey, you. I, I want you to know that I'm thankful for everything you've done. Not for me, but for the world. Ooh, you're welcome. I don't know how to go about this. It's very nice that you're at the party. Thank you for your presence. If I'm making you uncomfortable, I can leave. I just worry that you hate me. I don't hate you, Soul. I've never hated you. But shouldn't you? Why? You did what you thought was right. Not one to judge. And besides, you've you've shown your loyalty. You stand with this world. That's all I ever need to know. Thank you. You're welcome. Enjoy the party, Corona. Of course. Soul will look around the party and see if anyone needs else needs to be talked to, if it's busy. Then Soul, if no one stops them, will probably start heading towards Grow. Okay. No wait, Petravian. I I missed Petravian. My bad. <laughs> So, what is Archibald doing? I imagine Archibald has probably found someone's pet, either dog <laughs> or cat, and Ooh. is playing with it. Yeah, what, Matilda, one of Matilda's dogs or something? Maybe. Maybe. Oh boy. Well, I'm glad that he's able to do that again. That's good. Oh, that's actually warming my heart. Let him do that. <laughs> oh, he's, he's healing up already. That's good. So I'll head to Petravia next then. Alright, Petravian, you were approached by Soul. Uh, he... Hello, Petrie. Soul, breathtaking, I th- is... 
the only word that I can say. Oh, for the house? No, for you. I know this is your first time here. No, for you. You know this isn't real. Soul looks around for a moment and then leans in. You know this isn't my real form, right? <laughs> this is just a makeup of something I've imagined. Well, then you have a very beautiful imagination. Thanks. <laughs> he has a plate of hors d'oeuvres. He's kind of just picking at it because he's not really... He's very awkward in these situations. He's not really a people person, I guess. So he's kind of not sure what he needs to be doing. Uh, he wants to go talk to people, but he doesn't know if he's going to be breaking protocol. Um, so the only person he'd go to is uh, Corona, but meh. He's kind of he's kind of disenfranchised from the whole, not the Eden scene, but the whole command structure scene. So he's not really sure what he needs to do at this moment. He'd really like to go talk to the talking skeleton. He'd like to go talk to her again, but it's... There's a lot of protocol that he's not really sure of what he needs to be doing. So he's kind of standing still, waiting, a, kind of wallflowery, but wanting to go talk to people. Um, We're a bunch of awkward fucks in here. Oh, yes. Very much so. Marcus, however, would have been all the all over the place. Even though statistically speaking, they are equally charismatic. Yeah. He could be charismatic, but he doesn't know what to... He's... he's very yeah, shy is not the right word for it. So what do you do from here? I become the protector after the party. <laughs> hmm. Do you need us to come there, or do are we allowed to? No, this is that's a that's a private that's a private thing, Petravian. Okay. It's between me and my mother. It's tradition. Some very influential people here. Yeah, a lot of them I invited. Well, all the inf- influential ones I think I invited. Yeah. Oh, these avatars are fantastic. I don't know who the fuck invited that guy. I was gonna say. Are these pickled prawns? Oh my god. Who's the. My favorite! Who's the. Oh, I'll have another. (laughs) They're so (laughs) delectable. Betravian's just looking over at this boisterous individual. He's like, who's the not talkative one next to the one that won't shut up? That's Vera. <laughs> I wasn't sure, to be honest. <laughs> I really, I was like, are you talking about did, did Sal? Travian, did Travian forget Vera existed again? <laughs> again? No, he's pointing at, he's pointing at the Telic boy, but he's like, he doesn't, I, I think he knows about half of the people here. Um, He's never met Zell. Le- probably less, because there's people from the village at the wedding too. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, the. Sorry, there's also a lot of elves here. Okay. Like a lot of fucking elves. I didn't specifically mention them, but there's a lot of elves here. Uh, Who's the halfling with the very shiny armor? Oh, that's Selnarifka. He's a good friend. He likes tea. Do you think he wouldn't mind talking to me? That's Vera next to him. (laughs) So so yeah, we we went to the Steam Isles. Matilda sent us and... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a long trip. (laughs) There. Matilda's good people, you know. I gotta say. Matilda's good, good people. <laughs> <laughs> that awkwardness. <laughs> She's trying so hard. I'm so proud of her. Not only that, but also the fact that she doesn't have her hood as like her protective blanket. She's just even more of just like, okay, just just gonna go through this. Just gonna keep chugging along. Aw. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> You know, so judging on the way you look, I'm guessing your soul's bodyguard. You could say that, hmm. friend. Well, even better. <gasps> oh my god! I'm not 
I get you can't ever be there for any of this shit. That's no. always that's how it works. That's the, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Farrah is not comfortable saying that shit around, so can't let them know. Well, good. They're very lucky to have a friend like you. You seem like the dependable loyal type. Th- th- thanks. Like <laughs> just doesn't know how to take this compliment. So anyway, yeah, the quite a ceremony, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. I've seen I've seen longer ceremonies before. I mean, I've seen shorter ones too. I've seen all sorts. I've been around for a while. But this was a really nice one, I gotta say. Probably in the top 50. Oh my god, most wow. of my invites are like immortal people. I just realized. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, you just realized that? Really? Yeah, it's like, whoo. Oh, I'm a dumb no. bitch, guys. Uh, this dumb whole time. Juicitis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just that. like having cool people as my friends, okay? I didn't think about them as immortal beings. They're just my oh, friends. Oh, dude, the whole time. Every time you invite pe- people in the, throughout the campaign, it's been like, holy shit, this is just going to be the wedding of gods. You'll be like, hey, Zeus, you want to come to my wedding? And he's like, sure. You don't want to invite Zeus to a wedding. No, no, no you don't. He'll but I don't think that Sol knows that. So I assume that Vera would... You know when you don't know what to do, so you're just like, I'm just going to like get something to drink, and I'll just drink, and that'll be the activity that is what I'm doing. So mm-hmm, she, I mm-hmm. assume it's wine there. Uh, there's yeah. actually all sorts. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's mead for you. Okay, is there mead? Oh yeah, I, I'm sure Sol specifically. Sol requested probably has that for specifically you. requested mead. Okay, to be so available for you, yeah. So she'll get some mead, have some extra honey in there to make it disgusting for everyone else. <laughs> I did want to interrupt the conversation with Sol and Petravian, but I think that at a certain point, Lamette's going to notice Vera and Karis both kind of being miserable in their conversations and is going to try her best to rescue them. So if, if, if we can do that now, then I'll do that now. Well, I okay. think you can save Karis. I think Vera <laughs> took care of her own, though. Oh, no. Like, it's right next to, I assume. Oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah. you are right next to the tree. Yeah, you're just drinking <laughs> yeah. and being next to Zell. And, and Zell's also drinking and talking to you the whole time as well. And not only uh, that, but Vera's also very uncomfortable around dragons. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's just the true. fact that she knows this is a dragon. <laughs> she's like, he's gonna breathe fire on me. Like, I can't just walk away. I don't know what the co- repercussions are. Do you, of that. <laughs> right. do you hate dragons because of the crystal dragon we met? No. Uh, they're just powerful beings, and they're scary. Yeah, they're just oh, okay. scary motherfuckers. She don't only heard about them in stories. Okay, well, um, Callie, can you come with uh, with me to the bathroom? What's the thing that's normally light? Sure, yeah, I can okay. go to the bathroom I don't, with you. Yeah, I don't. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Sorry, it's a two day oh. thing. It's a two day thing. It's really embarrassing. Is it? Ooh. Is no, this, you, like it's, not for oh no it's not observation. No, it's not. It's not a so group cool. activity. It's. It's. I'm just. It's okay. I'll, it's I'll catch up with you later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bring Karis over to Vera. <laughs> like on the way over there. Like oh, okay, maybe we, I need a better plan for this one. Uh. uh hello there, Levette. Yo. Oh hi. You are the the light captain. You only got one chili this time. The one and only, right? (laughs) But I digress. It's good to see you again. And all your friends, for that matter. Hey, okay. I I wasn't sure if it would be. Last time we talked, it wasn't super... uh, Well, 
I think that this is a joyous occasion, and I'm not going to dwell on negative things. So, you know. Yeah. Sure, some bad things happened, but I'm sure we're all, we'll get over it eventually, right? I hope. Well, maybe not. Probably, yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Well, we'll see. Wait, something bad happened? Not, not now. Actually, yes. Um, we, yeah, Petravian made a ass of himself again, and, uh, we got to go bail him out, unfortunately. Soul's talking to him right now. Mm-hmm. Because he's he's eating him up, but so it's time. Oh right, we uh, betrayed him. I'm sorry. Yeah, because he got thrown in jail in Hartigan. It was a great embarrassment for the whole party. Um, <laughs> so we don't want anything like that game. Uh, a servant walks past with a like holding a platter <laughs> of hors d'oeuvres. Nice shit. <laughs> And Zell is gonna like sniff the air and turn and just kind of just break conversation and just walk away. I just forgot about the Gazzy fuckers. I yeah, that's where that was going. This plate of food, whatever it is, it's interesting. Oh, thank my life. Oh, I was just laughing because I forgot these servants are Gazzy fuckers, and I gotta be more careful what I say. Yeah, I like how I was gonna say some nice stuff about Petra being with us, and then you're like, nah. He's gone to jail. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> the protector <laughs> hangs out with a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> and Sol's just pleasantly talking to Petravian over mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I'm gonna say so in order to keep up the act, I'm gonna bring Vera and Karis over towards Sol and Petravian. Oh. And we heal. Okay. okay, so what do you want me to do? I don't know what to talk to about these no, people. Those, no, no, and... there's nothing. I made it up. I was just, I was bad at yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not really great around crowds. Yeah. And, I, uh, I may only come to play with clown, but um, you guys, I guess. We're kind of broken, aren't we? Uh, maybe. It's a lot easier when I know who to hit. Please don't hit anyone at the wedding. That's the hard part. Oh, God. <laughs> Your armor looks incredible, by the way, Val. Thank you. It, didn't Melly do a fantastic job? It's really yes. shiny. You really look like the scion of, of your face. Yeah, that haircut. It's good. It, does, it looks nice. Mm-hmm. It suits you. Mm-hmm. I, I like the way it kind of zooms in on the sides. It's really neat looking. Yeah, they said it would look better that way, but... And, like, Vera starts, like, holding the hood... Like, just, like, with, like, just gripping it. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to, like, oh, I should put this up. No, okay, I won't. It's a comfort well, thing. Yeah. It seems like it would be a lot easier, a lot more comfortable in combat as well. Well, it's much more durable. Yeah, and it won't get in your face as much. I think oh, she was it, talking about your hair. Yes, the hair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's a lot more breathable, I guess, is yeah. the best. Yeah, well, you know, it's practical. At least I'll have some things you. for you. What do you think, Petrie? It looks efficient. It is efficient. Uh, can we stop talking about me, please? Sure, sure. Um, Petravian, do you like your tuxedo that I got made for you? I Did something happen to the sleeves? Did it... Oh, I requested it specifically because I, I wanted to surprise him and his... Uh, I didn't want them to measure his arms. Because <laughs> he's all, like, muscle and stuff, so I just... I figured they could take the basic look from, like, his chest at least, but uh, the arms are, like, the hardest part to, like, figure out in an outfit. So I just said, oh, just forget the sleeves. Sleeves are a bit did. overrated. <laughs> Aren't they? Yeah. Wait, no, I normally wear sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... I didn't mind these things. I feel really bad. Um, Phil. So... Whoops. I feel both dapper, but but maneuverable. 
That's good, I think. Does Chisel like his bow tie? Oh my- Chisel snorts. Oh my god, doesn't he look so dapper? You're using dapper a lot. It's a word-a-day calendar. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm trying to cool. expand my vocabulary. Oh, just read books. Anyways, um, you guys came over here, so what's up? Oh, we these do well. Uh, just getting, they seemed a little uncomfortable, so I just kind of rescued them. They needed a story, so we came over here. Sol looks over at Karis and Vera. Actually, I have a question. Vera, should you give a, you got two vials of Glarv, right? You should give one to, uh, <laughs> no. to, 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 to... Let's not talk about... Seriously, at the wedding? Oh, yeah. There's not, no mention of the GWL, yeah. But Rose right over there. So just shakes their head disappointingly at him. <laughs> Speaking of Grow, you guys have fun. You don't actually have to talk to people, Earl. They were talking to me. I couldn't just walk away. I didn't... Well, thank you for being polite. Should I talk to Hilial? I don't know if I should avoid doing that at all cost, or if I should confront him. I made up with her. I'm not worried that she'll be angry, but I'm worried that I'll just make her feel bad again. Mm. Yeah, that, I, I think that all depends on what you say, Levette. I can't, I can't fix that for you. I know. <sighs> so the decision's yours. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I might have to. <laughs> but uh, if she, if she does get mad, then uh, and incinerates me, just. I'll make myself some kind of story. Anyone's gonna incinerate you. It would be Siva. What? Why? Because <laughs> she's a sorceress who does fire magic. Oh, oh, oh. No, I see. Hildy doesn't kill people. Oh. Well, didn't. Yeah. Wow. Well. I guess I'm going to do that then. So. I hope that makes a lot of noise wasn't too upset when she heard. Heard about what? Oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Marcus? I didn't really have time to talk about that and I didn't really want to bring it up. Levette, did you tell her? But not that they well, were really close. I don't think that matters. You're, you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, you can always tell her. It seems like you'll be a lot of emotion. I don't think I'm prepared for that. No, I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I could just see the conversation. You're like, hey, Marcus is dead. Just leave. <laughs> yeah, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, oh no, that's terrible. Today? She's like going around the wedding trying to solve the case of Marcus's death. <laughs> she also has dumb bitch juice. She sure does. Okay, I guess I'll, I'll go approach the, the, the dreaded table. The druid table. The green the place, table. The green table, the place that... No, she, I guess not, but the green table. The place that Lovette does not belong. Um, and she's like looking very nervously. I don't know if... if she has reason to be nervous if Hildegard has paid notice, but she's, like, looking down and, like, rubbing her arm and not really saying much right away. Hey there, sugar. Um, hi, Sally. Um, I'm not really sure what I came over here to say, but I just wanted to make sure that I guess that you were okay. You didn't really leave off on great towns last time we spoke, and, uh, I still... Like I've done something terribly to you. It wasn't you personally, but you weren't good. And, uh, it ain't easy. Oh, no, hey. Well, I'm, I'm sorry for my part of it, at least. Um, and I'm sorry that uh, I plugged you into it. That wasn't right of me. Sugar, you know this is a wedding, right? 
Yeah, I guess so. Sally. Wait, isn't it normal to call you at weddings? Okay. I, I'm just gonna have to see that you are okay then. Yeah. Alright. Well, I'm just gonna awkwardly turn away and gravitate back to the party. How'd it go? I have no idea. <laughs> Sounds productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my life right now. Oh, do you want to talk to us all about the bee bomb you made? The what? What? Well, I didn't, I didn't know we needed to, but it, I can talk about it. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's interesting. interesting. Not at yeah. a wedding. It's interesting oh, oh, to mention. No, we're not going to use it here. Unless, you know. No. Oh, okay. I would like to go to Grow finally. My husband. So Grow's been also doing a rotation, talking to all the guests mm -hmm. as well. And Grow's actually going to catch up to you at this point. Oh, and Gro's okay. going to basically come up and hug you from behind and give you like, a kiss on the side of your face. Hello. How is it? How's what? Just talking to everyone. Is it okay? I think we have a really great set of friends. I'm glad. Are you, are you well, having fun? Uh, more than I thought, actually. Okay. I don't know about you, but I, I feel lighter than air. Yeah. I think I'm there, too. I'm sure you're probably nervous, though, right? Yeah. I'm sure you'll do great. You've been training for it for your whole life. I know. I know. Most of it. Skip yeah. skipped a couple skip years. A, skip a few years when skip, you yeah. decided to run off into the woods. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's I'm, on me. Honestly, I'm, I'm okay with all of it at this point because it's brought us back around to here. So, I love I'm, you. <laughs> I love you too. I think that this is this is the start of something great. Officially, he gives you a wink. Silver rolls their eyes playfully. In that case, uh, the the lot of you will bum around for a little while, and the reception will kind of. There's go one of this. this. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, there's one of the thing with when one girl comes by because once they're both by nearby, I can give them the gift. Oh, okay. All right, so. I'll, I'll come out by. Uh, am I? I hope I'm not interrupting. I thought maybe that would be a good time to give you that gift. Most people do you at the same time. But my mom, um, it's nothing really special. I, I, I like to make something nicer later. But it is something that might be useful in the pinch. Uh, I'll pull out a little, uh, s smaller than Archibald, but like a little mechanical sphere. Mm -hmm. uh, this is sort of similar to Archibald. Her name is Ophelia. Uh, and if you are in a pinch, you can press this part here, deploy it, and she will protect you. It's uh, probably just a one-time use. It breaks down, but I, I hope it would be a time when it would serve you well. That's very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. It's sad that you know she's dead afterwards, though. Yes, well, I, it's not the sinking machine I got you, so it's not too slab. Makes sense. I'm glad you like it. Oh, Thank you. I'm glad you get back to your wedding. Thank you very much. i Some time will pass. The hours will go by. And over that time, Biff, along with a few other people that are there playing music, will lead the group in dance and song. Traditional wedding ceremony, like uh, <coughs> traditional wedding reception activities take place. And hours pass until the sun begins to grow lowish in the sky. I mean, this, the wedding took place around noon on the equinox. 
actually took place exactly at noon on the equinox. So it's probably closer now to 5 p.m. And the reception has wound down to the point where many of the guests have already departed. <laughs> Everybody. So at this point, Solicity will approach both you and Gro. Okay. My dear. Hey, Mom. It's time. Okay. Um, Gro, I'll, I'll be back later. Okay? She holds a hand up. I'd, I'd like you to have people there that you want to be there. Really? Really. But I thought it was tradition. Okay. It's your tradition from now on. Soul holds Gro's hand, um, kind of looks to each of their partners and then each person in the party, and kind of just gives a knowing nod to say, follow me. Okay. I've just got a whole party coming with me. All right. So the lot of you head out of the garden into the house, and you gather in a sanctum at the heart of the estate, standing upon ornate stone carving of arcane power. Have I ever been to this room? No. Okay. <laughs> this is a room that is sealed off at all other times. Mm. The room is about 60 feet by 60 feet. It has a arcane rune carved into the floor. Uh, high above in the ceiling is a glass dome that looks out into the sky. There are magical lights on the walls. Spaced out every 15 feet, all the way around the room. Uh, there are plants by the doors, and there have been set up benches in the room for people to sit on. Is that jazz music playing? <laughs> it is jazz music playing. How did you guess? Royalty free, of course. Alright, so there's the party as it stands. So feel free to place yourselves where you'd like. Uh, the benches are probably the most appropriate places to stand. Sit. Oh. Yes, sorry. Very <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit down. Okay. As does Levat and Petravian. And I'll assume Karis as well, eventually. Take Karis over here. There you go. There you go, friend. Uh, yeah, and I bowled up Archie for this because I figured that uh, I want him nearby just to be safe, but I also don't think that being a big old robot walking around in here all the mm. time is a good call. And I guess Alec will be there with uh, probably Soul's dad. I don't know if I have a token for him. What is his... Uh... Osteris. Osteris, that's right. Osterage. Probably. Probably Osteric misspelled his name, but let's... I can't remember it at this very moment. It's fine. Alright, there we go. So, are we ready? Are you ready, kids? <sighs> yep. Are we ready, yes. boys? Why not? I didn't anticipate... I'm really glad everyone gets to be a part of this, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So, here we go. Gathered in a sanctum in the heart of the estate, standing upon an ornate stone carving of arcane power, stands your mother, Solicity. Her face, a stern mask of power, only slipping barely to show the fatigue underneath. Above you is a massive glass dome looking out onto the perfect day above. Are you ready to begin, my child? Yes, Mom. I know this will feel like the weight of the world, my dear, but you've been training for this since the day you could walk. You are ready. I know. Then take my hands and concentrate. 
Soul will do so. She holds her hands out, clasps them. She opens her mouth, and a sound that no one in this room has ever heard before except for Soul issues forth from it. A sound piercing and haunting, that all in attendance are touched deeply by this sound. But you know this song, Soul. You've heard it before in the memories of another person. She's singing the song of creation. Oh my god. Okay, keep going. The arcane circle lights up and grows a brilliant aqua color, bathing both participants in light. Their clothes ripple from an unseen wind as Solicity begins to glow with power. Arcs of magical energy move across her form as she concentrates, with her eyes held firmly shut. The song reaches a crescendo, and her eyes open and reveal to be pools of pure color, emitting a bright aqua light from them. You can see arcs of power traveling through her arms and flowing into your hands, and you can see that her powers are transferring to you. As the final note exits her lips and echoes off the stone walls, the circle goes dim. The light from Silicity fades. She takes a shaky breath and then falls to her knees and breathes heavily, as if a great burden has just been put down after a long journey. Mama! It's o- it's over, your mother whispers, a voice filled with exhaustion and satisfaction in equal measures. Soul. Yeah? You stand there, looking at your hands. There is an intense aqua light sitting in your palms, but it's not traveling up your arms. There's arcs of electricity flowing out from you into the walls and floors. And despite your best attempts at concentration, the light is slipping through your fingers like grains of sand, <laughs> spilling onto the floor and disappearing. Your mother looks at you with confusion in her now tired eyes, age lines on her face that weren't there a moment ago. I, I don't understand, Sol. What's wrong? I keep trying to put it in me. I keep trying to put it in me. I don't know. I try to eat it? it I don't know. Is done. A voice echoes through the chamber, accompanied by an incredible clap of thunder, like the very sky exploded above you. You look up and see the glass dome has blown apart. Shards of glass are now raining down upon the two in the circle. I protect my mom. Gro stands quickly, casting a shield spell over the center of the room, sending the glass to land harmlessly around the arcane circle. Another crack of thunder and the ground beneath you seems to rock. You can hear the mansion itself strain under the pressure, and you can hear the foundation of the building crack somewhere deep below you. No! High above, the sky seems to be laced with energy, spreading like a spiderweb crack across glass in all directions. I have pressed against this barrier for so long, and it has resisted me. But the harder I pushed, the more I could feel it drain the one maintaining it. I knew it would only be a matter of time. Mortals are... limited like that. The crack spreads across the small view of the sky out of the dome above. Mama, what's happening? She looks confused at you, not sure what's going on. This barrier was impressive work, and something that... I couldn't have overcome under normal means. A power kept in place by the combined power of a divine being and a mortal. 
magic powered by love. It would have been quite unbreakable. And it was, for centuries, tended by a mortal being on this side, hidden from my sight. Appearing before you appears a thin, bordering on skeletal man, dressed in plain gray robes, its hood pulled back to reveal short cropped hair and eyes that seem to be pools of pure gold. Stretching behind him are wings that at one time must have been regal, but they're now spotty and missing feathers in places. His robes have similar damage, holes revealing ashy gray skin underneath. Oh boy. <sighs> so I know this person in front of me. Yes, yes you do. And it, is he in front of me, in front of me? Where is he in the room? He is in the northern part of the room, between Gro and Karis. And he's he continues speaking. But now, it has no one on this side to hold it up. So all it takes is a little push, and it will break. He holds out a hand, raising a single finger to the sky. You can see the webbing cracks widen further as the barrier is pushed to its limit. Are you ready to begin your work, Sol? Yes. Solicity looks at you, not understanding. What? Who is this? What? What's going on? His name is... His name is Krishnal. The enemy? Sol just nods. What does he mean by beginning your work? What have you done? Mama, I made a mistake. No. No. Mama, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know any of it. I'm Your mother just begins to cry. Ish, please. Please. Not here. Please, please don't. Ish will raise a hand toward you. <clears throat> And Soul is going to very rapidly change forms. <clears throat> Soul's body very quickly grows much larger, twisting and shifting. And what stands before you is a being that is about 30 feet long, covered in multiple pairs of wings, and has just incredibly large teeth. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. I assume that everyone in this room is at attention and, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the uh, the permission to act. I know what I want to do, I just don't want to interrupt the scene. I do have a question. Mm -hmm. Do I have my, any anything any of my weaponry on me? At all? No. Oh, I fuck. Don't actually. Fair is the only one. <laughs> uh. No, I've got my weaponry on me. I was pretty explicit about that. Not my, my bow, not that one. The, the useful one. <sighs> Fucking useless. So, at this point, Alec and Siva and Gro are all standing up, getting ready to fight. Hmm. I'm awesome. as well. Uh, so, I'm assuming the rest of the party is also, you know, working yeah. out a little bit here. Uh, yeah. Towards Grishnal, not towards Soul. I don't right, care right. about what they look like. Sure. Yeah. As soon as I have permission to act, I'd like to cast Summon Idol on. So the, the quick way to do it. Bust Archie out. 
but let me know if I if I can do that or not. Uh, you can start that. That's fine. You can start that timer. No, no. I mean the spell, right. the action. The okay. Yeah. I, okay. Well. Okay. Continue. Yeah, we're we're not we're not getting into initiatives just yet. But, that's why I was waiting. That's fine then. Uh, but yeah, you can if you're summoning Archie. That's well, I guess I'll just start the timer while he's they're having their monologue. Might as well <laughs> get him for the not burn the spell slots just yet. You promised me. You promised me that I would save my world. You promised. You can't. Sparing the world. That was part of the deal that I made. But that deal is no. Why? Because of the deal I made first. I made a deal with another. Who? To sacrifice this world in exchange for saving one being upon it and sparing them from the calling. Sparing you. Soul's eyes look over at But who would sell out an entire world to spare one person from the impending doom? It's the same story in every world, honestly. Immortals are all so similar. Spare my love. Spare my child. Spare me. I'll do anything. The deal was signed in blood long before I ever met you, Soul. It was a voice of pure desperation and need, calling into the void from the gutters of this very town. Did you really think a peasant boy with no resources could train himself the best mages who were trained from birth to win your town's little contest? Did you ever stop to question where he learned so much? So fast? His talent? His power? It is all learned from me. I merely disguised it from you. Gro just looks, like, shocked and ashamed. Uh, and now... <sighs> I've been rid of Glarv, a whimpering pawn who was at his breaking point and soon to fail completely anyway. I now have a new replacement, one who will serve me without question for sparing his love. He turns to Gro, and with a tilt of his hand, Gro falls to his knees, lets out a shriek of pain, and then vanishes. Where is he? You are free to depart this place, soul. My deal is done with you. Find another home, live out your eternity there, or choose to stay and fight me and die. But that still fulfills my deal with your dear Gro. He will serve me like the rest of the eight. You were given your freedom. What you choose to do with it is your own to decide. He turns toward the guests in attendance, holding out his arms. He summons horrors from beyond the cosmos. I'm gonna kick Corona's ass. God fucking damn. This is literally what I was warning against. So, has the light. Has everyone's eyes adjusted to the light yet for Soul? Yes. Yes. Would you like me to put the other one? I'm a little bit conflicted in my feelings at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me so about once it. your eyes adjust to the light, <clears throat> this is what soul looks like. 
I'm not that conflicted. Oh well, conflicted, I guess. There's a, there's a part of me that's like, damn, I don't think, I think Vilvet, after that speech, is a little part of her that's like, I don't feel so bad about not being able to compete with him, knowing that he had assistance of, like, the fucking devil. Compete oh, wow. with him? That's incredible. Okay, that's kind of cool. Well, at first. I have no weaponry. <laughs> no armor. I mean, I could call Chisel, but, I mean, I, I can't communicate telepathically. You have the power of of God and God anime and on your side, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I just got these guns. I'm big. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, as the dust settles from that little exchange, Ish is going to fade into nothingness, leaving you surrounded by uh, some devils here that are going to begin rampaging through the room. So, I'm going to roll initiative. Oh, boy. Did Archibald manage to deploy in that time, or am I going to have to burn a spell to get him? Uh, I would suggest burning a spell to get him. Okay. Siva, how are we on the bottom like this? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you can't uh... both be bottom. I know, right? It's not acceptable. Question to the DM. Does a paladin have communicate telepathic communication with their mount, or no? No. Chisel's probably not invited to this whole shindig, right? Oh no, no he wa- he wouldn't have been. Okay. This is what, which is why okay. I would have had sent him to go get my stuff and then do a call mount. Well, Archibald situation there. Okay, so Archie is up. I'll move all the wounds off of Archie. Okay, so Archibald, what are you doing? He's going to step past Karis and Lovett, move forward fifteen feet. To protect Soul and Levet as best he can. Okay. Uh, he's going to start attacking Barb Devil number two. Excellent. The attack that he can make after moving. Yeah, so just for the audience at home, uh, as Grish summons Horrors from Beyond, it is two Barbed Devils, two Warmonger Devils, and a Flayer Devil. That is a 36 to hit. 36 to hit will succeed. Go ahead and roll damage. So he, like, steps over the bench and, like, goes to clothesline it. Uh, it's going to do 18 points of damage. Alright, you strike it for 18 points of damage, and mm-hmm. it's going to take us to Travian's turn. A question to DM. How far away is my gear from here? Uh, <clears throat> well, you left your gear, I'm assuming, in your guest room. Yeah. So, quite a ways. Uh, That's not an option. And there's no weaponry in this room, correct? No, nothing, no ceremonial, no, nothing? Uh, no. Nothing like that. There's a, a vase behind you, and there's a basin south of you. Could I use the basin as a shield? Or is, the, is it made of uh, metal? I mean, yeah, it's big and made of metal and has water in it. Well, I think we all either need to get out of here, but, uh, for now... You are. I'm worried about you. I'm gonna cast Iron Skin. I think that's the sm- the smartest defensive thing I can do for right now. And then, uh, I was gonna roll. I was gonna uh, cast grace and bypass all the uh, attacks of opportunity and get over to solicity to help protect them. But I don't think they. I don't think they'll need it because Soul's standing right there. Okay. Oh, I have a move back. <sighs> then I'm going to just take a five foot step to the south. Um, okay. I have best I can do. You got it. 
Alright, so Warmonger Devil is going to turn toward Travian and make a full attack. Trident and two leg stabs. This is that type of creature that's like a, a beetle. Right, 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 right. Beetle centaur almost with a trident. And he is going to start stabbing at you. Now, I need to double check your armor class. Well, I'm not wearing your armor if you're, if you're out of your yep. plate mail. Yep. Your AC is going to be 12. Yep. So that is every one of those attacks hit. Even with the uh, plus is, four? Uh, plus five, Sorry. naturally. So you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. So that's actually makes you 17. So no, one of the tridents misses. Hey! Okay. All right. And two legs both hit. And boom. Okay. So you take a total of 30 points of damage from the full attack from the Warmonger Devil. That takes us to the second Warmonger Devil, who's going to turn and start attacking Osterus full attack. And Osterus here, sadly, is not much of a fighter. He's a diplomat, so you assholes! He's a diplomat. He can't do all that much here. Luckily, the, the creature rolled pretty poorly and missed with one of its attacks. So, boom, and boom. Okay, he does enough damage that Osterus is looking pretty messed up already. So, Osterus is going to look pretty bad. Not dead, but not good looking either. Alright, Barb doubles up. It's going to turn toward Vera, five foot step to the north, and make a full attack. Do claw claw attack. Alright. One of those attacks is going to hit. It deals 11 points of damage to Vera, and it also has an ability that could possibly cause fear. Alright, I need a will save from Vera. Come on. Of course. 14. Alright. Uh, Vera, you feel strange sensation. At first, you feel a supernatural level of fear creeping into your brain. You feel the need to get away from this this creature, this this barbed devil. Like you just have this uncontrollable urge to to get away from it at all costs. Mm-hmm. But then that feeling is drowned out by the sound of bees. Yes. All right, that is the barbed devil's turn. The other barbed devil is going to turn and attack Archibald. Double attacks does not confirm a critical hit, but does hit twice. Archie is going to take a total of 25 damage. Those little fuckers hit a little harder than I thought they would. <laughs> I want to know what my husband looks like. I'm very concerned. You think he's a dragon too? <laughs> no. I mean... He's a massive pile of shit. Yeah, that's... You shut up about him! <laughs> okay. No! Okay, I feel mildly uh, vindicated, by the way. I'm never trusting him? No. Not never trusting him, but like... Having my my uh, my reservations about them, I feel mildly vindicated, but that's kind of overshadowed by the fact that that Kenny is so distraught by this whole situation. Man, I didn't get to hear Alec and Grow fight. Fuck, I'm so sad. Wait, they're gonna fight and then fuck. You're right. Shut up. That's I know exactly you what was gonna happen. Weirdo. I shipped him so hard. <laughs> Aloe is it. never going to work. Aloe is a beautiful Stop thing. Stop trying to make it work. It's never going to happen. Okay. Oh, now you guys get to have your so, turn. Get so him. Hummel, Hummel has initiative currently. Hummel's staying in my apiary at the moment. Okay. Vera, you have initiative. All right. So, first things first is that Vera's skin becomes hard and chitinous as she activates her Vespid form. So, Vera is going to fly straight up 20 feet. Okay, that will start... provoke from the barbed double. Is that okay? That's all right. 
Alright, Barb Devil is going to swing at you. Missed. Okay. Alright, continue. Alright. Once she reach, reaches that height, she's going to take a piece of amber off of Mellifera's sting mm-hmm. and start casting Summon Nature's Ally 6. Alright, that's a full round spell, so that will finish next turn. Alright, that's going to take us to Alec. Alec is going to pull a sword from seemingly nowhere and also cast a spell uh, to shoot a beam of what appears to be ice at the player devil next to him. It's also going to fire a step back. So do a quick test there. Use us. Awesome. Alright, he fires a streak of ice from his hand and strikes the player devil for a little bit of damage. Honestly, those were bad rolls all around. Okay. It's okay, he tried. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Thank Karis you, Alec. Is up. Karis is going to begin casting the Spectral Hand spell to start delivering ranged touch attacks. Ostris is going to make a withdraw action and move back away from the Warmonger Devil. In fact, they'll probably go all the way to the corner. He looks like he has a pretty nasty wound from the previous attacks. Solicity spins the round like on her knees on the ground and like breathing hard unable to focus on anything Lovette alright um I'm going to cast uh I'm gonna pull out a little oh I guess yeah cause I still have my gauntlet <laughs> I still was wearing that at this, the ceremony I guess I neglected to mention that cause I didn't describe the dress uh but I don't take that thing off when I'm awake um so I'm going to pull a little file from it Put it in an Archibald slot, and he's gonna slide out his magic fang. Okay. Blades out of his hands, and I'll stay where I am for now. Because actually, yeah, I guess I will. It's like a that. Yeah, so that on my turn. Alright. Soul. Uh, Soul's gonna look at the devil warmonger, too, that attacked their father. Okay. And they're gonna, in their gut, they kind of hold all this energy and their wings flare out and suddenly a huge amount of just light and aurora blasts at the warmonger just out of pure rage awesome all right so that is a template line attack so that is going to be pretty much an arrow from your character in a straight line so we'll just put it from here to here see kablam all right so the warmonger devil is going to get a reflex save is going to fail that reflex save, and we're just going to roll some damage for you. Okay. How much? It's going to be radiant. <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay, what do I do? Uh, I need you to pick up 22d6. Holy okay. shit! Okay! That's a lot of damage! 22. All right. And then just drop it in the chat. <laughs> 77 <laughs> damage. Okay, you strike the Warmonger Devil for 77 points of damage. Okay, it is now heavily wounded. Okay, and it's that not is your dead. Turn. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Uh, and also, you feel a little bit drained from that. Uh, I need you. Actually, I'll, I'll roll that. Okay. Uh, yeah, you feel pretty drained from that, that burst of power. You're not sure how many of those you have in you per day. Okay. All right. So that is going to take us to the Flare Devil, and it is going to five-foot step to the northeast. It is going to do a claw-claw bite, and it's going to spread its attacks out over Travian and Siva. So we'll do a claw. Ooh, that is a critical hit on Siva. Claw on Travian, and a bite on Travian. 
Okay. Well, this is, uh, is unhappy. No. Oh, that should be 24, not 12. Boom. There we go. Okay. 24 damage on Siva uh, from the critical claw attack, and then the claw on Travian and the bite on Travian. Okay. That is a 13 and 21 on the Travian. Travian is now heavily injured as well as Siva. Alright, it's going to take us to Siva. Siva is going to make a withdraw action and move to the corner of the room to get out of range of that flare devil. She looks real fucked up as well. Alright, so what's going to happen next is that that angel is going to reappear. Ah, oh, tits. Oh, damn it. And he is going to sort of, in almost a, like a, a curious look is on his face, he's just going to lean down and pick up Vera. Alrighty. <laughs> so, Vera, you pretty much, like, you fit, like, his hand is pretty much, like, clasped around your entire torso at this point. I'm gonna have him, I'm gonna have him make a roll, but he can't really fail it. I don't like this. I don't like it. So, he picks he up. needs to stop. He picks up Vera and, like, just starts looking at Vera for this round. Okay. Uh, Does Archie. that mean that my spell fails? Uh, no, we'll give it to you. Okay. So it'll it'll finish next turn, or well, rather on your turn this round. But uh, Archie, I don't know. I want him to help Vera, but I don't realistically think that will do anything. I think getting rid of this part devil's a more realistic objective in the short term. So as much as I don't want to be over pragmatic, I also don't want to get everyone killed. Let's let's boil on him. Huh? I only got two hands. I gotta get more hands. All right, so it's double. Punch, power oh, punch from Archie. Nice. That is a 32 and a 34. Both hit. Roll damage. All right. Very nice. That is 29 and 22 points of damage. Okay. As he's just like swinging the, the blades on his arms and kind of like parrying against whatever weapon this guy has. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Trying to get in blows against him. Uh, and I think he's going to... Well, with this shit with Vera... Uh... Yeah, I guess that's it. Because I, I was gonna move down, help Soul's dad, but does not want to watch more people's dads get killed today. She likes that guy; he's pretty cool. Uh, but no, but I don't think Archie would prioritize someone like that over Barra. I think he would stay here. So stay here. So it's my turn. All right, so that's Archie's turn. Uh, Petravian, you're up. I don't think Petravian's gonna be able to survive another round like that. Uh, he's gonna. Uh, cast Grace as a swift action. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to cast uh, Grace and move up to between uh, Solicity and Soul. Okay. You cast Grace as a swift action and then move 40 feet to go near Archie and Soul, leaving Siva by herself in the corner. <clears throat> yep. Alright. Warmonger Devil. It's going to move 10 feet south turn its attention towards Siva. Well, it's, it's, sorry, it doesn't get the full attack. I should not have rolled that. It gets a trident attack that actually misses. Okay. It's kind of stupid. I rolled a two. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, Warmonger Devil number two is going to go for Alec. That is a lot of hits, but possibly a critical miss. No, that is a critical miss. Okay. So, three hits. Alright, and Alec takes... 27 damage. Barb Devil number one <clears throat> is going to double attack at Archie. 
Oh, does he really have that much HP? He's still in the green. No, he doesn't have that much HP. Oh, okay. I was, I was gonna say. Alright, anyway. Uh, so, only one hit, and it's going to deal 15 points of damage to Archibald. Archie needs to make a will save. I'm just trying to remember where the... Oh, here it is. That is a 18. Alright, that's a pass. Okay. Oh. Barbell number two is going to stand and watch what's going to happen to Vera. Do nothing this turn. Alright. Uh, Hummel. Is Hummel taking any action? Yeah, Hummel's going to fly over to the kind of the middle, uh, eastern side of the room. Okay. Roughly, what, 10 feet east right of Seoul? Oh, okay. Alrighty. Alright, and that's all he'll do for now. You got it. Alright, Vera. Uh, where do you want your summoned creature to appear, and what do you want it to be? Yeah, so Vera, like, gets her arm out of the, like, grasp and just throws the amber shard. And I'm going to put it right in front of Siva. Okay, what are you summoning? I'm summoning a cataprism. Uh, not a lesser, ah. a straight-up cataprism. Gotcha. All right, cool. The full-blown cataprism. Ooh. Yep. That good shit bland right there. Cataprism appears. And that is technically just part of the spell effect from last turn, so you can attempt to break grapple here, if you'd like. I am going to actually beckon familiar if I'm able. Oh, yeah. Okay. In that case, uh, Hummel is now swarm. All right. And that also grants Hummel, what, an extra how many temp hit points? Another 41. 41, I believe. 41. Okay, cool. All right, so Hummel gets 41 temporary hit points and is now a 10-foot creature for this one. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. In that case, we've got ourselves a Cataprism is up. What would you like the Cataprism to do? The Cataprism is going to do a full attack on the Devil Warmonger that is to the north of it. The one that was attacking Siva before. You got it. Alright. So that is a bite and two leg, three leg hits. Okay. Uh, So the Cataprism does a flurry of attacks against the Warmonger Demon and successfully does some damage to it. Alec is going to five foot step to the south and fire another beam of ice at Warmonger Devil number two this time to try to finish it off. Let's see if that hits. It do. Yes. Come on. That's going to deal 16 points of damage to Warmonger Devil number two, which I believe will be enough to kill it. Yes. Make sure on that one. Double check my maths. Yep, it's down. Yes. Okay. So Warmonger Devil 2 fades out of existence. And that is the end of Alex's turn. So I think it's to Karis. Karis is going to launch a spectral hand at Barb Devil number one, forcing it to take a fortitude save, which it passes. So it's going to take half damage. <laughs> All right. That's uh, 21 damage to the Barb Devil number one. Could have been 42. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Barbell one. He is hella tanky. Yeah, he's taking some more damage there. The Barbells are seriously strong critters. Alright, and that's going to move us on from... Uh, Karis will also 5 foot step northwest to get further away from people. So it takes to Ostras, who does nothing this round. It takes us to Solicity, who stands up and holds her hands out to try to do something at Barbell 1 and nothing happens. All right, that takes us to Levette. All right, Levette is going to move towards her, take a five-foot step towards her northeast, mm-hmm. and crawl behind one of Archie's legs, okay. stick another vial in uh, one of his leg slots that sends it up, up into his spine, mm-hmm. and cast 
the greater evolution surge, give him the the second pair of arms again. Okay. Damn, does that pay off? Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, well, so when Grishnail went to pick up a uh, Vera, then Levette is gonna actually, as she ran up behind her, she busts her her extra arms out of her dress mm-hmm. and points up at her. Was like, you put my sister down. I think it's on to Soul. What you doing, Soul? Alright, um, seems like you're covered to the northwest. I don't know about the northeast, but Siva's in a weird... There's two of them. Um, <laughs> think, think, think. Okay, I'm going to step... I don't even know what the distance is. I, I guess 15 feet down, closer to the devil flare. Do I even step? Do I just fly? <laughs> Do you just I... sort of... Yeah. Yeah, you kind of fly. Wait, what's my reach even? I'm so... <laughs> I'm so <laughs> frazzled. <clears throat> Your, your reach is going to be currently 10 feet, <clears throat> so we'll put you down 10 feet then, but that'll put you in range of both targets, so you can swing at either one. I'm going to bite him. The the flare. I'm going to bite the flare. Okay. Chomp. That's a 25 to hit. Alright, that is going to hit that flare demon. Go ahead and roll the damage, please. That is 19 damage. Okay, and that's going to cut through his DR completely. I don't know what I am. <laughs> You're a dragon. You're a very, very dragon. pretty dragon. Thank you. <clears throat> Alright, uh, the Flare Demon is going to attack the Cataprism with a full of, full attack action. And it does not confirm a critical hit. <clears throat> Alright, it deals quite a bit of damage, uh, 50 points of damage to the Cataprism. It takes us on to Siva. Siva is uh, kind of trapped behind these two these two devils, and even with the Cataprism there, she doesn't feel altogether that safe. She's going to defensively cast a spell, so she's going to make a concentration check. It's going to pass. <clears throat> and she is going to cast Dimension Door. Siva is going to disappear from there and reappear a little bit further to the north. She's going to actually reappear pretty much in the opposite corner of the room behind Karis. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, that brings us back around to the beginning of round three. Uh, Grishnal is up. Saw the big fucking robot. I was like, I want to be over there. All right. Flamer. So he turns Vera this way and that in his hand, and he's going to say, Curious creatures, mortals. So very strange. I will take them apart, piece by piece, until this world has been added. He reaches his other hand down and like holds his finger out with his index finger pointed out and he's going to take it down and put it level with Vera's face and Vera you feel the strange sensation you feel the sensation of something like yanking on your face like like somehow this guy is just from pointing at you something is being pulled you feel this sensation of this wrenching force that's pulling on you. Before you even realize what happens, your left eye is just wrenched from its socket. Uh, there's just this guttural just scream. It floats about a foot in front of the end of his index finger and sort of just spins in midair, dripping blood. Such fragility. And that's his turn. I told you to put it down! Archibald, tell him about! Okay, so I don't know why I didn't think to do this earlier. I'm going to do two attacks against the uh, Barb Devil. Uh-huh. All right, let's 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 
take care of this guy first. That's why I couldn't find it. I was looking in the wrong shape. My bad. I'm sorry. Right, here we are. Alright, so two power punches against the Barb Devil. That is, ooh, a nat one on one of those. Alright, go ahead and roll that nat one again. Is that the, that's the first one. Shit. Yeah. Might almost be time. That's a 22. 22. Let me check if that hits. A 22 misses. That is a critical miss. <sighs> Shit. Alright. Wonderful. Good job, Archie. That's a, that was the first of four attacks in the critical list. Okay, so then. That is a natural attack. Holy shit. Make a oh, fort great. save. At least he's okay Sorry, with those. Sorry, it's a will save. My apologies. Scratch the... Oh, scratch thanks. That. I'll let you Thank keep you. the 12 if you want. But oh, then that would be a 18. If you want. I'll let you re-roll it if you'd like. It's your call. Uh, that's, dude, above a 10 is extremely good for me. I would think. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. In that case, we're going to negate the worse effect of the critical miss. So, um, the, yeah, that's, that is going to, uh, basically, Archie moves to attack and something wrenches wrong, and you're not sure if it's the, the, the additional arms or what, but something de definitely pinched somewhere, and Archie just kind of seizes up for a second and misses out the attacks this round. No. All right. That's going to take us to Trading. Petravian is going to first step is as a uh, swift action lay on hands to himself. Okay, go ahead. Make sure I do this right. Uh, heal. Yeah. There we go. And then check up one of the abilities of your hand. Fuck. Uh, next action, I'm going to cast uh, Call Mount. Okay. Where would you like Chisel to appear? Uh, chisel is going to appear. Can I put Chisel right behind? Or to the west of De Barb Devil number one. Let me see what the range is on that, as far as where it appears. Okay. Are you okay, Bear? Just got her fucking eye ripped out. That's okay. Bear's pretty tough. Okay. I got a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Bear is a pretty cool kid who doesn't afraid of anything. This is the shit. Yeah, what's with this thing? party and losing our eyes? <laughs> Better an eye than, like, the nose. Right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I thought that Bear was gonna lose. And Actually, I shouldn't say anything. I'll wait till we're done. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm... Okay. Once per day is a four-round action, a paladin may magically call their mount to their side. Mm -hmm. So... It's to your side. To your side. Okay. Uh, then can so I... Adjacent to you. Uh, so... Uh, Five-foot step would be a bad idea. But I would get, call them to... Right next to my west. Uh, so that he can okay. have a full-round attack on this asshole. Okay. So you pull in... Uh, chisel. Yes. Alright, Warmonger Devil. It's going to attack that Cataprism and most likely annihilate it. First attack down is the Cataprism. Alright, but it wastes the rest of its turn, so it's done. Alright, Barb Devil number one is going to attack Archibald with both attacks. Claw Claw. That is Devil Hits. That is a 19 and a 15. And I need one more will save from Archie. It's another spectacular natural one. So that is a seven. Yeah, not one there from Archie on the will save. So again, in Archie's mind, we're going to take a little peek inside Archie's brain here. Uh, you, Archie suddenly has this unreasonable terror, and Archie needs to run away from this creature as quickly as possible. But then it gets pushed out of Archie's mind. There's something else there that's overriding that fear. And Archie doesn't understand what it is. Anyway... This is to Barb Devil number two that watches in glee as Vera's eye is ripped out and does nothing else this round. 
What a fucking bitch. <laughs> Hummel. Hummel's going to hold his turn till after me. You got it. Vera. Okay, so Vera is just kind of just gutturally like wheezing and all of a sudden you can see her skin start to flake off piece by piece as every part of her turns into a bee and she activates swarm step and we'll, we'll change spots with hummel awesome okay and that's a standard action okay you have a move action left. Used. yep and vera is going to fly 40 feet uh, going past the glyph in the middle of the room and going towards chisel okay and solicity excellent oh and then hummel is going to go on top of the devil flare and the devil warmonger and is going to line piece it okay line block Our favorite piece <laughs> all right in that case go ahead and roll your swarm damage please all right it's just going to be 3d6 i believe all right, that six damage and for vera this clear hemolymph is just gushing out of their eye oh damn it i forgot to do the one thing i was going to do all right that takes us to Alec. Alec, Alec is going to. Uh, I was going to have Alec do an ice storm attack, but now that Hummel's there, that's not going to work. So Alec is going to. Oh, can't cone a cold either. That do be how it be. Oh my god, Kyle. Thank you. <sighs> All right. In that case, Alec is going to fire another ray of frost. 15 damage in the flare demon. All right. Karis is up. Karis is going to make another one of those touch attacks. Our doubles may get a fort save. Failed. Oof. That is going to hit for 38 damage to the to Bob Devil one. Jeez. Still up. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Solicity is like just confused that none of her abilities are working. She's fatigued badly. She doesn't know what to do. She's just surrounded by massive amounts of chaos in all directions. And uh, she's just going to attempt to do another ability or spell or attack or anything, but nothing works. Well, that. All right, I've got another roll of command film to slide an archibald. Give him his strength boost. I'm gonna, so five foot step uh, a little bit closer to. Well, I I really like. Grum is like, do not put your do not put Lovette near that thing that just picked up. Vera and ripped her eye out, but Lovette's like, let me at him, let me at him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's not currently carrying Vera, though, so I guess that helps. Alright, she'll say what <laughs> she does. Alright, so, um, but she is still, like, furious about that shit, but she will just cast a bull of strength onto Archibald for now. Okay. He gets his big old beefy Spartan-esque, like, musculature armor comes out of it over the skeletal parts. Even on his new arms. And, uh, that was my turn. Okay. So... So, this is a thing a bard can do, and it's the thing I couldn't think of last time. I can use a move, a bardic performance as a move action. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to inspire courage on everyone. Okay, go for it. So there's beautiful inspire courage in all y'all. Hooray, yeah, it's so good. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking claw claw bite this fucking flare. Because <laughs> fuck that shit. Y'all need to stop hitting my partners. Also, thank you, Hummel, for your assistance. I'm sorry about the, what, what was the thing? You summoned the monster. Oh, the cataprism. The cataprism. I keep wanting to call it cataclysm, and I'm like, that's <laughs> not right. That's World of Warcraft. Oh jeez. Oh, that's a 13 and a 16 to hit with the claws. Fuck. All right. Uh, those are both misses. You have a bite yeah. still. 
Yep, that's a 14 to bite. I missed all of my nice. things. Yeah, that's a that's a three, a six, and a four. So that is a miss. I'm very miss. anxious right now, and Soul's just at this point chomping and slashing at the air without much focus. They're they're frazzled. Barrow just got her fucking eye ripped out, but they also can't just leave these fucking devils to themselves. Fuck shit, damn. All right. Player doubles up, and it is going to move over and go to attack Alec. That is going to provoke. No! That is going to provoke from Soul. So go ahead and yeah. make another claw attack at the devil. Okay. <laughs> the devil. Twenty-three. Okay. Twenty-three to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit for you. Go ahead and roll damage. Fifteen. Oh, there, there should be an extra d6. The. It moves over, provokes an attack from Soul, and it is going to make a claw attack at Alec. That is going to hit and deal. 14 points of damage. Alec is now heavily wounded. Alright, Siva's up, and Siva is going to fire a burst of magic missiles at the first at Barb Devil 1. Alright, that is 18 damage to Barb Devil number 1. And Barb Devil number 1 is still up. Those Barb Devils take a lot of punishment. Mm-hmm. Okay, that takes us to the beginning of round 4 and Grishnal's turn. Grishnal is going to turn around and take a look at Levette. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> jeepers. Oh, and with one hand, he is going to kind of like hold it open toward Levette, and Levette will just levitate off the ground. And with another hand, he sort of makes a pinching gesture. And Levette, you can feel one of your legs starts to get pulled oh, very, very hard. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, I'm going to do the only thing I can do in that situation. And, uh,. Flip him the quadruple bird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the quad bird. It is legend. <laughs> I don't need that leg to pull you down. Fuck you. All right. So you can feel that sort of pinching and then pulling your leg. And that's uh, that's Grishnal's turn for this round. Yeah. I don't imagine there's much I can do about it. All right. Chisel. Actually. Chisel's going to take a five foot step to the west. Okay. And that's not going to give... Uh, flanking yet is it no 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 that's fair. okay there's a direct line of, of flank okay uh right there cool cool and we're gonna get a uh full attack on this thing and that is a 21 and a 22 to the barbed devil okay that is a hit go ahead and roll damage for both of them uh the 21 missed okay. so i think you just found it's ac uh 25 and a gore to barbed devil that is a 24 and 31 damage. Alright, that is enough to drop the barbed devil, finally. First one is down. Cool beans. Okay, this takes us on to Archie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do, because I don't, I don't... I think I know what he would want to do, but I don't want him to do it. I don't want him to get his, his ass in trouble. Oh, no. I don't want him to attack this dude right now when we don't know his weakness, because uh, I'm worried about my boy, but... I think that realistically, he's going to want to protect Levette, so mm-hmm. I guess all attacks at, at Grish, no. Don't, don't, don't do anything to get yourself hurt, buddy. I'm not going to worry about damage output right now. Let's just see if, if there's any hope of hitting him at all. Uh, that is a 41 and a 36. And you're attacking Grishnal? Grishnal. Okay. Uh, Archie's fists just go through him like he's not even there. Well... <laughs> <laughs> He's going to use his other... If he can do so, can he use a grapple attempt after that or no? Yeah, he can make a grapple attempt. Can he try to get Levette free? Oh, grapple attempt at Levette. 
Archie tries to, to grab onto you and pull you to like get you down from where you're just floating in midair, uh, but you appear to be anchored to the spot, and it's just, honestly, it's just hurting you more to have Archie also pulling on you. I mean, I imagine he probably, if he's at least if he's tall enough, he's probably not yanking, instead trying to scoop, because he's a gentle boy, but either way. Alright, that's how we get to Petravian. Okay, first step is Petravian's going to lay on hands uh, to Archibald. Okay. Nice. And that heals for 20. Okay. Nice. And I don't have any other actions except move, so I will just take a five-foot step uh, towards Chisel. Okay. That takes us to the Warmonger. Uh, it is going to try to move around Soul. And it's going to provoke from Soul. So, Soul, you can go ahead and make an attack against that warmonger if you'd like. How many? Uh, one. Just a claw, though? Uh, claw or bite, your choice. I would like a bite. Okay. Because it does more damage. Hey, nice. That's a 26 to hit. That's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Boom! That's 21 damage. Okay. He's not heavily wounded. Um, and then for his. See, that was one move action from him, so his second move action is actually just another five feet of movement. He was just out of range to be able to attack, and he can't attack. So that's going to take us to Barb Devil number two. Barb Devil number two is going to travel west 15 feet. He's going to move in another five feet, which will provoke from Archibald. Go ahead, Archie. This guy power punch. That is a 28 hit. Roll damage, please. 34. 34 points of damage. Nice. Okay. And it's going to make a single claw he's... attack at Archie, and... I don't think he's probably a happy boy right now. Hits Archibald for 19 points of damage. Woo! Alright, Hummel, you're up. I'm going to Tetris. Barb Devil 2 and Warmonger, kind of in an L shape. Okay, make an L block and hit both of them. 36. That's 14 damage, four of which is Sonic. I'm so anxious right now. Alright. Also, so... also, if Poison... Affects anyone, it's 19 DC. Okay. Alright, so that is going to be Hubble's turn. That takes us to Vera. What right. Vera's going to pick herself up off the ground and just start charging south at the Devil Flare mm-hmm. in a charge attack. And it's going to be right on the side of him. Okay. Alright. Cool, cool. You charge 15 feet to the south. Go ahead and give yourself a plus two okay. bonus to hit for the charge. That's going to be a 39 to hit. That's a hit. Go ahead. That is 19 damage. Okay. All right. Alec is, Alec is going to make a five-foot step to the northwest and fire another beam of ice. And actually, this one misses. Karis is going to channel positive energy, try to heal everybody. Heals everyone for 28. Woo! Nice. Good job, Karis. Alright, that takes us to Ostras, who can't do anything, and Solicity, who also can't do anything. Solicity's just going to move back away from the monsters. And that takes us to Levette. Oh man, I have no fucking idea. So, you uh, you feel your body being wrenched apart. Yeah, I'm not really excited about that. I, I can't fucking sacrifice my boy for that. I'm just going to hope he stops with the leg. I feel like, no, he can't. Vera got herself out. He's not going to stop. Oh shit. That being said, robot leg. I yeah, I thought about that. I was I'm like I'm okay with losing a limb, frankly, but but I don't want him to fucking tear her apart completely. And I don't want to die. I don't, I don't want to lose a limb if I don't have to live lose it. I'm going to 
Uh, I'm going to do Sun Monster for it. I'm not sure what yet. I'll figure it out before my next turn. You got it. All right. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I figure that the full round action this time is just resist, trying to push against the resistance to reach to the gauntlet so she can flip the switch. Okay. All right. Soul? Okay. Um, you've got Alec secure. Okay, I'm going to hit the one that's weaker so I can hopefully kill it. I'm going to claw claw bite. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the devil warmonger that is to the north of Soul. Mm-hmm. Here goes the claws. That's a 28 and a 19. Okay, both are good for you. Okay, and then the bite, which is a 29. All good. Hit. Roll all damage. Okay, that's the claws. 19. I think I just did the Dead. bite. Uh, bite, and another claw. Alright, and the warmonger is down. Fades can away. I, can, I, can I imagine some spice on that? Yes, please, go so, ahead. So imagine that your dragon form just lifts up its taloned uh, like feet or whatever, mm-hmm. just crushes down on it and just moves it aside. And, and grab like, it with my jaw and then like wrangle it around like a dog does with a toy. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, just go <laughs> just its corpse just across the floor to the other side of the room. And then I'd like to five foot step over to the west please. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Well then I'm closer to this Oh, thing. I thought you were going to go against Grishnall. I don't know. Since you're the only one that can I don't know. I'm panicking here. I oh also don't... I don't know. Please don't let him pull a bit to little pieces, please. Flare doubles up, and it's going to make a full attack against Vera. That is going to be a triple hit situation. Okay. 14 damage, 15 damage, 15 damage. All right. I imagine that he comes in and just, like, hits her straight into her left side. Her blind spot? Mm-hmm. Ooh, she's missing an eye now. That takes us to Siva. Siva is going to... Drop another set of magic missiles at Barb Devil number two. <laughs> 17 damage to Barb Devil two. All right, that takes us to the beginning of round five. Grishnal is going to, with one stroke of his other hand, he's going to flick his finger. Uh, Levette's right leg is wrenched from its socket and falls to the ground. Uh, Levette is also dropped to the ground unceremoniously after that. And that is Grishnal's turn. And Chisel? Um, if I were to move to the south between Petravian and Hummel, would Hummel attack Chisel? Yeah, so technically Hummel would move first, so... Yeah, so you'd be safe. Yeah, it's probably okay. Okay, then that is what I would like to do with Chisel. Okay, so you want to move to that spot? Yes. That's correct, you want to move to the east of Petravian? Okay. Correct. So that will provoke Kumbara double number two, barely, and that is going to hit Chisel S for 13 points of damage. I need another will save. This one from Chisel. Um, or is Chisel fearless? I believe so. Okay, never mind. All right. In that case, you have a standard action. I'm left. going to gore this asshole. Go for it. That is a 28. And that's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, that is a 29. All right. Okay. And that is Chisel's turn. Well, I feel like Archie's going to goop Levette up. Archie picks up Levette and holds her close. Stravian. Petravian is going to once again lay on hands uh, to Archie for 29. Good rolls. Alright, and as a move action? Nope, he is going to stay put. Okay, that is going to be Barb Double number two's turn. It is going to full attack Archie. And one hit, one miss. Archie is struck for 11 points of damage. Hummel. Alright, Hummel's going to rush past Soul's Feathers and start attacking the Devil Flare. Okay. Just suddenly, 
Go ahead and roll damage. Wow, that's pretty shit. That, that, is. that is nine, and one of that is Sonic. But now it's your turn. Full attack. Alrighty. Vera. Alrighty. Vera's going to full attack this motherfucker. Yes! Oh, shit. Yes! Oh, shit! Yes! yes! That is a oh, 20 shit. and a 18, which is 33. Okay. Oh. Uh, both of those attacks hit, and the nat 20 rolls a another 18 to confirm. So that's a 38 adjusted. Confirms. So that is a critical hit and a hit. Go ahead and roll damage first. Hey, 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 Kyle. Play would you like player. to put some spice on that, guys? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so first of all, it is 74 points of damage. Holy motherfucking shit, dude. And that the next one is a 22. Okay. Awesome. All right. You're, uh, Man, you really flayed him. Yeah. So the critical effect is called hack and slash. Uh, all Any additional critical threats against this target will automatically confirm for the next three rounds. So, <gasps> oh. Gets oh. And he hits on him. Uh, any critical threats, they'll auto-confirm. So that's nice. So he's still or, alive? And, oh yeah, he's still alive. But for Spice, so he came in and he like hit Vera into the left side, mm -hmm. which left an opening that Vera just <laughs> right over into his neck with mm -hmm. uh, Mellifera's Sting. Nice. Alrighty. Takes us to Alec. Alec is going to ooh, try another Frost Ray. Funky as those have been. And another miss. Okay. Can't. So you can't bring his big spells to bear because there's constantly people on shit. Alright, Karis. I gave him a time to do it. I know, I know. He didn't. Alright, Karis is going to try and move 30 feet to the south and channel energy again. Kills everyone for 19 hit points. Nice! The pews look like buses. Right. They do! <laughs> no, I can't, uh, I can't unsee that, thank you. Alright, so that's going to take us to... Ostras and Solicity who do nothing. Uh, Alright, Levette, you're up. You're currently being held All by right. Archie. And I've finished a summon monster, so I manage as he picks me up to flip a switch and a, a crate falls through that hole that, that Ish made in the ceiling and deploys uh, a mechanical grizzly bear. Okay. Uh, I should say an augmented grizzly bear. Alright. And, uh, and then for this round, since he's already got me in his arms, Levette's still more mad than anything right now or she's just channeling all of her emotions into rage to get through this so she's gonna start like climbing her way up to archie's soldier shoulder and cast she's gonna start a thing in his, his back cast uh ooh. uh i want to i want to do that same surprise i had saved up for glarv should i send that to you again or do you remember what i'm talking about i don't remember what you're talking about all right i'll send it to you again oh right 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 okay yeah that's fine uh and then also the, uh, I'll, I'll give him the dex bonus increase as well, because might as well. Uh, and that'll be my turn. Alright. What do you want the grizzly bear to do? The, I want to start wailing on this barbed devil. You got it. That's a flank on that one. That is going to be only one hit. That's a hit though, that's good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Total resistance of damage. Fine. Alright. I should have gone with another hound archon, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Alright. So. I want to give up getting a chance to do a nat 20 to get it automatically confirmed. <laughs> uh, that's so delicious. I'll claw claw bite the flare devil that's to the south of Seoul. Okay. So, some claws, throw some hands. That was a nat one. I want to die. Okay, I'll, I'll roll to confirm. That was a Oof. two. I want to die. At least it was the second attack. 
So 21 still applies if it hits. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage on that one, that's fine. A 16 damage. There you go. My hubris. My hubris has taken me down. <laughs> I was too enticed by the nat 20 possibility. <laughs> this is my own fault. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> you become entangled on your own wings and you miss. Alright. The flare doubles up. It's going to full attack at Vera. That is a critical threat. It confirms... That is an, and also a miss and a hit. So the first shot is a critical hit, 26 damage, and then the second one that hit was a bite. Right, 16 damage to Vera. Vera is heavily injured at 67 damage currently. All right, that is the Flare Devil's turn. That takes us to Siva. Siva is going to launch out another volley of magic missiles. Doing this time 20 damage to Barb Couple, number two. And after Siva's turn is Grishnal. Grishnal is going to turn this time to. this time to Petravia. He does a similar thing he did to Levette. He lifts you off the ground. Except this time you feel a pressure in your neck. Oh, fuck. Uh. You only get one of those. We better <laughs> help him. Um. And that is his turn. Chisel, you're up. When when Grishnal's doing this, can I see which area is strained on the person? Um, like with Levette and Vera. Like each not portion. necessarily, no. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> he just pops his head off like a fucking cork of champagne and you're like, oh wow, shit. That's gonna <laughs> start. Oh. Two boys in one campaign, buddy. I hope not. I'm, I'll help you well, as best I can, like, but I don't know I'm what I can do. I can help thing. myself. And I have do nothing. You, that the, uh, do you have a the trade place with chisels? No. Yeah, tra- obligatory. Sacrifice your <laughs> I, your buddy to, no, to live. There's only, the but, only thing I could do is have him come to me, and I can't switch places with him. But at the moment, uh, Chisel can attack uh, the devil, the barbed devil. And we're going to get a full attack on this guy, because, hi, how's it going? Uh, that is a 31 and a 31 uh, and a 15, a nat 20, a 31 okay. and a 15. Does not confirm, uh, but still, two hits. Go ahead. Uh, do you want the damage or the uh, or the next? Uh, give me, damage for give me the gold. Oh, okay. Uh, that is a 34. Wow, very good rolls for me tonight. Okay, so all three attacks hit, so give me the all the damages. You got it. Oops. We were saving all of our high rolls for the finale of the campaign. That's why we were rolling Oops. garbage the entire fucking campaign. 24 damaged. Alright. Barb Devil is down. Thank you, Chisel. See you on the other side. And that is Chisel's turn. Alright, that's going to take us to Archibald. Alright, well, Fluette's going to tell him to go help Barra. And he'll get uh, up in this Flare Devil's in reach of this Flare Devil. I don't know if it's going to be able to attack him. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get the one swing he gets to make that a power punch. That is a 28. That's a hit. Go ahead. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's fortunate. That's 31 points of damage. Nice. That's a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. All right. That... <laughs> Five hits. Oof. It takes us to Petra. Travian, you are pulled off the ground, and you feel an intense pressure in your neck. Like in the neck or up? Like, like you're... Like up, oh. like Grishnal is going to be wrenching a part of your body off. Ah, that will hurt. That will hurt. Uh, 
I mean, not for long, but yeah. Uh, actually, Beardy, can I try to cast Protection from Evil? I don't... Yeah, I, you can try that. I just went over this, but or, sure, um, go for it. Hold on. Okay, I have two options. Try to cast Protection from Evil, and <laughs> probably have my head ripped off. I can do Smite Evil, uh, do a Smite on Grish, and, I don't know, punch his fist. Uh, I guess he's not uh, hes not actually touching me, is he? No. Okay. So that won't work. Um... I don't know what abilities Petra has, but so I understand that you have only one option, and it's not in your hands at all. I don't really want to say, though, because I don't want to put pressure. Well, yeah, no, there's... I have no... I I don't have my hammer. Um, I don't think your hammer would help, buddy. Darcy couldn't touch him. He was, he was ethereal, and you can't move. Okay. Um, um, you can talk? Yeah, you can talk. That's a, you can move your head. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> He's moving it too, so careful about that. Petravian uh, says to Grishnal, with the barrier down, Eden will smite you. And he turns to Sol, kill this asshole. And that will be his turn, because he doesn't know if he's about to live, about to die. All right. Howell's <clears throat> going to sting Devil Flare. Let's drop some of that. Oh, that's going to be a 14. All right. And Howell's going to also move up. Uh, ten squares to hopefully get out of the way for Alec to get a spell in. Wonderful. Okay. After Hummel is Vera. Vera is going to see Petra being lifted up, and just I assume that I can see that something's wrong with his neck. I just going to assume. What Vera is going to do is Vera is going to fall back. She's going to run away from the Devil Flare, not allowing a attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And he's going to go basically in the middle where Lavette, Archie, and Karis are congregated. Okay. And she's going to hold Mellifera's sting in her grasp and just utter a prayer to Mellifera. Please, get him out of there. Whatever you can do. Okay. Go ahead and drop that. Give me a give me a caster level check. So it's going to be fifteen. Then a D eight plus fifteen. Yeah. A D twenty. Yep, the 20 plus 15. Alrighty, come on. That is a 29. We're good. We're good. Travian. Yes. You feel uh, a sensation start to bubble through your brain. You feel yourself, like, beginning to, to break, break apart. apart. In a painful way? Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Alright, Alec is up. Alec is going to cast Ice Storm. Alright, that is 27 damage to the Flare. Flare Devil is destroyed. Okay. Takes us to Karis. Karis is going to try to heal everyone again. Heals everyone for 20 hit points. Ostris and Solicity can't do anything to help. So I think it's a Levette. Can anyone do anything to help at this point? I have a fuck. Um, oh, I have a fucking... Can anyone do anything to help at this point? Uh, um, yeah, alright. I'm going to give myself some magic armor, mage armor and uh, tell Archie to go over towards Krishna and let's clobber him. Alright. I've got a little slot in my gauntlet that I pull out a uh, one of my little deployable armor patches that comes out over my shoulders and my back and my chest. That's my turn. Get him, Grizzly Bear. Do what the Grizzly Bear to do. Yeah, it's pretty much futile, but it might as well go ahead and try to attack Ish. Just occupies attention. Its attacks go straight through Ish as if they weren't. As if Ish wasn't there. That's fine. Just wanted to fuck everyone alone. Alright. I'll move up 30 feet to get right next to Ish. To his okay. southeast. 
You got it. I I nervously look at him, and then I try to bite him. Okay. You go to bite Ish, but your body does not respond to your commands when you try that. You, you appear to be unable to make any offensive action toward him. Though you've tried. Fucking... <sighs> Alright, Siva is going to cast her last magic missile at Krishnal, and the magic missiles go through Krishnal and just impact the far wall. At least it's not me. Yeah, it didn't. At least it didn't hit Sol. That would have been bad. All right, so Grishnell's turn is up. He is going to make a pinching gesture with his fingers, and Travian's head is going to be wrenched from his body. And in, in one sickening beat, it looks as if Petravian has been killed. But then Petravian's body and head yes. start to break up. Yes. Into little tiny pieces. Wait, what? Yeah, Petravian's head and body break up into little tiny pieces. And you realize that these pieces are bees. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> You're bees now! Woo! Bees! So Holy bees! The swarm of Petravian moves away and recollects itself 15 feet to the northwest. Petravian just starts just grabbing his head, like, just all over, like... Is it a Petravian-shaped swarm, is my question? <laughs> well, the swarm reconstitutes into a Petravian. Oh, okay. And just turns his head to Vera. It gives a thumbs up. Vera doesn't see He's you because it's on her left side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she blind there, bro. Oh, shit. Petra calls out, just, Thank you, Malefra! So, at this point, Grishnal is just going to look at all of you, say the following. I tire of this. His arms go out to his sides, and everyone in the room is suddenly, like, locked into place. Like, you can't move. And you can... Close for dominance? <laughs> yeah. Your arms kind of go out... His, his arms go out to his side, he holds his palms out, and everyone is locked into position, and you feel as if you're being crushed from all directions. Even me? No. No, you were given your freedom. Very specifically, he's... He said that what you do with your freedom is your own. If you want to try to fight him, he'll just kill you. But you're, you're very much allowed to leave because that was the deal he made with Grow. Is everyone All in right. pain? Yeah, everyone's in pain. Um, everyone's in pain and taking uh, some pretty significant damage on the next turn. What kind of spell is this? Or is this just a... It's, it's, it's not a spell. All right, so that is what Grishnal is going to do. Uh, basically, everyone else is going to be stuck into a being crushed scenario. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. Just talk to me. Just stop this and talk to me right now. Just one-on-one, okay? So, you know I have important work to do. Yeah, and look at here. You're, You're meddling with this. All these people here. This world has to be called. What do you mean? This world has to be called. Its souls are required. You know this. Ish. If... I... I want to make a deal with you. You want to make a deal with me? Yes. Even though a deal has already been made for your freedom? Well, you made our first deal null and void because of that deal. So, you still owe me one. Perhaps. What do you propose? I won't fight. I won't run away. I won't disobey you. I'll listen to everything you say, but you have to leave this world, and I will do whatever it takes to take down the next one. And I will work so hard, and I will be your protector. 
but leave my world alone. Are you serious? You would trade this world for chains and eternal servitude? So don't! I would do anything for this world. So yes, I would. He thinks for a moment. Perhaps. This world has been a thorn in my plans for too long, and it would be good to be at full strength again. Besides the irony of Gro selling himself to save you, only to have you throw yourself into chains beside him is a thing I can fully enjoy. We're just a bunch of fucking idiot teenagers, so it's funny. Very well. Accept your terms. Sign here. He produces a scroll from midair. It appears in front of you. Don't you dare so give it up too much for you. Can I just look it over really quick? Just Yeah, it's it's pretty concrete in, in what it is. It basically wagers your eternal servitude, obedience, you know, blah blah blah. In in effect your your eternal loyalty and service to his cause in exchange for keeping this world uh, out of the culling and basically off limits for him. Soul looks at Ish. Can I say goodbye to everyone first? Of course. I'm not cruel, am I? You can have a full day. Soul signs. Place your your claw upon it and you write your name in your own blood upon this contract. At that, Grishnall vanishes and the crushing effect on everyone in the room disappears all at once. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time. <laughs>